Sunday, February 25th in the year 2024. Waking up this morning with my bullet coffee. I guess they call it bulletproof coffee. Depends on whatever you want. That's usually, uh, for me, it's like six shots of espresso and a good little chunk of grass-fed butter blended all in. (laughs) I've told this to people that don't know what it is. They look at me like, oh, dude, are you serious? It's like, yes, I am. It is so good. It's a great way to have your coffee in the morning. Get yourself sparked up and ready to go. You know, I've been doing something lately, and it's thanks to a friend that just turned, pointed me to the right direction on this. Um, and I'm looking as I'm talking, I'm looking for the app that I'm using so that I can tell you. 
but um, this app that I'm using is the it's the the word word of promise app bible the bible word of promise app and what i'm doing is that um every night when i go to bed now i just plug my earbuds in which are hardwired not bluetooth by the way but anyway and i turn the the app on and there's other ways of doing it i'll tell you about it i mean there's other sources of this this has this happens to have one of the best audio bibles out there because they have amazing narration and they use different voices and they actually bring it to life it's pretty amazing and i just play it all through the night of sleep so instead of and it's just like and it's really amazing i can just tell you, you wake up completely refreshed you've had the whole night's sleep you're you're you've been ingesting the word as you sleep and I don't know, in the last couple of nights, I just started this. I've been meaning to do this for literally a month. And so I just started doing this two nights ago. And in the last two nights, I've gone Genesis and Exodus just in sleep. And it's amazing. I don't know. I'm I'm totally into this because then it, um, what it does is that when you get up in the morning and you read, and I just find myself completely in a different place to absorb the word. So I'm just suggesting this. It's a fantastic way to... to to expand our appreciation for the word and really marinate, so to speak, in the word. And, it, you know, this is a technique that a lot of people use. I used it when I was studying French in college where I would go to sleep with French music on or French speakers on and I would just let it play all through the night. And the idea is that you become, in the language side of it, you become accustomed to the intonations, you become accustomed to the word pronunciations, the constructs, and over time, it builds in you to where the native, the, the the nature of the language becomes very native to you, and then then as you start to gain more vocabulary, then you accelerate that at learning through the night. This is just another method extension of that, and letting ourselves just be completely absorbed in the word and marinated in it literally all night long. So I I would encourage you to check it out. And so with that, I'm going to see if I can find this channel because while we're talking, because um, I found a channel on uh, Telegram the other day. And I'm going to see if I can find it here real quick. Just give me a second. And because I posted it somewhere. But if not, then I'll, I'll have Nikki put it up. But anyway, um, and I'll probably have Nikki put it up later. But here's, here's what I came across. It was so fantastic. It's a Telegram channel that has the entire Bible in audio form for free. And they have it by book. So every book is about two and a half hours, roughly. And it's it's a good narration and a good version. I checked it out. So I'll have Nikki put that up on our social media. But it's, um, I'm not finding it here real quick, and I wasn't expecting to talk about that, but here we are. So um, take a look for that, and then we'll put it up in our community spaces. And it's just another one of those places that you can plug in and just listen to it. And it's a, a great way to... Um, I think it's just a great way to kind of bring the word into our life more. Uh, there's a couple of really good pastors that I know that are doing mission work overseas. I don't know them. It's not a strong, it's a wrong statement that I've listened to, to who have spoken and have said the same thing, that they are 
literally have gone to a place where everywhere they go, they don't listen to music anymore. They just listen to the audio Bible constantly. And then they're reading the Bible and then they're ministering. And they just, they said, it's just like a whole nother level. So I'm, I'm like, I'm all in, let's do this. Cause music anyway, so much, unless we're listening to decent hymn, hymn music, anything that's out there these days is a bunch of garbage most of the, most of the time until we take over that domain, which will happen in time. But anyway, just thought I'd mention that it's a, a really good way. And I, I will tell you, surprisingly, I find myself more rested when I wake up in the morning. So I'm, I'm monitoring this and am all about like, okay, I think this is a good way to do it. And then when you step, step down and you open up your founder's Bible then you're like, oh my goodness, I'm anxious to read even more. And it just kind of like, it goes in you even deeper. So tattooing the word on our heart, which I think is so big and such an important deal. Real quick on a couple of things. Um, one of our good sponsors that's been with us now is deals with debt relief. We, I don't know where you're at with that. And I, I do think it's worthy of bringing up because debt's one of those nasty, nasty things that once it gets hold of us and um, it gets into our lives, it's very difficult to separate the debt from everything else in our life. So we have a company called debt, donewithdebt.com, donewithdebt.com. Now the problem with, with debt is once it gets in you, and it gets absorbed in you, and you're you're in that place where you're not sleeping, you're not thinking clearly, you've got these extra stresses. And in truth, I mean, we're starting out talking about the word. You want to talk about a quick way to separate yourself from God? Get stressed about debt because it, then our prayers even become things like God, I need you to pay a bill, and it, it's we start to just be diminished tremendously. So these folks with done with debt with com can be your lifeline, and so they have some really ingenious ways of getting and strategies to help erase your debt. And the idea is to get rid of your debt without taking a loan or having to file bankruptcy. And there's a lot of options that they look at. They wanna see where you're at, what you qualify for. Some of these items are time sensitive, so it's important to reach out to them. And to have their skilled staff work with you and trying to use some of their very ingenious ideas to help you get that down, to get your interest rate payments down and to ultimately get yourself out of debt. So. Check them out, donewithdebt.com, donewithdebt.com. Um, good company, um, happy to have them on board for however long they are, but it's, I think it's a good offering and, and something we should everyone should take a look at. Anyone who's in trouble with debt should take a look at it. Let me put it like that. So check it out, it'll be good. Last night, if you haven't, if you did not see the show last night, really encourage you to check it out. It's, um, it was a fantastic interview with Lieutenant Colonel Pete Chambers, retired Special Forces very honest, very real conversation. I think, and when I have these conversations, what I, why these become very, uh, for me, they become very important to hear beyond just the topic. So the topic last night was two major things. The border update that Pete gives us that no one else will give you because he's there doing the work. And second part of that is the the, the news that they stood up, the all-volunteer Texas Calvary, Cavalry. I said it wrong. I do this every time. It's not cavalry; it's cavalry. Fine line difference, but one is Jesus and one is a horse. So, um, the um, they've stood up the all volunteer Texas cavalry in, and that takes us back to the Rough Riders, which was under Teddy Roosevelt. And yesterday they did it officially, as far as standing it up with the original style document 
that they signed in the original, which was back in 1912, I think, or something like that. You have to take a look, 1907. Um, Pete gives a fantastic history of the whole thing and the event that happened. So they those, by the way, you can see that document that they signed and officially stood up the Texas Cavalry, um, and they it's on our social media. Nikki put those up yesterday, and you can you can see some pictures of Pete riding the Victory motorcycle that was donated um, down near the border. Now, here's that's another thing. That motorcycle is going to be. I believe, believe they're going to raffle that motorcycle off. Coming up, they're going to be selling raffle tickets. I'll keep you posted. And they're going to be detailing it out with some things that relative to the border mission. So it's going to be pretty neat. That's all a fundraising effort to raise some money for their operations down there, which was fantastic. And uh, that was a donated gift by somebody yesterday. It was just really good. And I, in fact, not just somebody. This is Wendy who donated money for us to be able to to help us get into the property in Flemingsburg. She brought the, she drove that motorcycle out to Pete yesterday in her horse trailer and brought it out to him so that he could start. Um, they could use it over there. So really good interview. But one of the things that I, I these interviews that are so important to me and why I value them so much is Pete is expressing and Pete and I are having a conversation that's very level, and it's the type of conversations that you would are much more focused in an in a in an operational environment. What you don't see, and he talks about it near the end, is there's a level of intensity at times that people don't see. But it's really important to get our headspace right in this war. Um, you have to step back from your personal feelings and your personal emotions. We have to really step back from that corrupted feelings of hate, anxiety, um, fear, doubt, um, some whatever that is as far as internal burdens of wounding. That we have, we have to get hold of that. So, some just some general comments on that, and as we, and it's all relative to what we're doing this morning, in terms of. Um, oh, I just had some Canadian geese just fly by. Hmm. That was nice. Anyway, um, there is a there's a difficult. We get into these points when we have so much hatred being spewed, and there is so much destruction of our nation. It's literally this is the storm. If we're going to talk about a metaphor of a storm, this is the storm, and it is literally where Jesus stood and said, peace, be still, okay? And we have to have that calm in that center to be able to look very clearly at the moment, and you're literally, it's like standing in the middle of a storm with things flying at you and pieces of the world falling apart around you and be able to stand perfectly calm in that center and look ahead and see where you're going and not get dialed up about your emotions, Things are not personal at this point in time if you're working with people you trust. And this is a really big word I want, to, I want you to hear. Things are not personal if you're working with people you trust and who you love and who love you. Things will shift. You may not be able to engage with them as much as you want. You may not get the focus of attention that you normally get. But if you're walking with somebody truly in that spiritual sense and in this fight, you're understanding each other and what has to happen. This is a, an experience that from a war zone um, comes out very clearly and very quickly. Unfortunately, this type of war where people are still having a hard time identifying that this is war, at times it gets very convoluted and it gets very complicated. And I get it. We become personal and things get very personal to people because I didn't hear from this person. They didn't say what I wanted to say. 
I was expecting this sort of reactions. All of these things have to be tem tempered and tampered down. Because in the middle of this, um, in the middle of this storm, we have to keep our focus, and it's truly that's when we're walking in the body of Christ. And when we're doing this, and we're shedding this sort of physical and fleshly reaction to things, we're getting to the core, truly, of that spiritual strength which we all have. We just have to step into it and step into it more deeply with the body of Christ. And that's that's something is really important because. It gets into when we find ourselves agitated about things, upset, offset, every one of us is dealing with it. Okay, I'm not going to tell you that anybody is immune from it. It's just that when you have a baseline of experience underneath you that is maybe more on the extreme side, and you don't have to have been in war, divorce is another one, um, trauma in families. I mean, everyone in this community, for the one, most part, I believe has probably experienced some sort of trauma in the last three and a half years since COVID con. But my point is, use those, use that past experience now as your strength, because it's now where you've gained the wisdom, you've gained the strength a lot, and um, it, it really brings in a very, very powerful perspective um, of how things are and and how much how mature we've become through all this experience. I'm going to play a piece here before we start. And I think we'll give a little bit of context to that. I am going to warn you, and it's at the very end. I think he drops an F bomb or something, and I apologize. I, but I'll, if I can clip it out, stop it before, then I will. If I can, but it is a really good perspective piece, and I, I, I want you to hear this because I think there's a lot of strength in this, and then we're going to merge into prayer after this. But take a listen. The compliant have no idea what the non-compliant went through. They can't have any appreciation for what we went through because they complied. Because they went along with everything that they were told to do by the television and the politicians. And I do wonder if they've stopped to think about what it was like for us having to watch what seemed like the whole world literally go mad, completely bonkers, doing crazy things with their lives and their bodies that eventually they would regret. And all the while, the non-compliant were doing our very best to try and warn people of things that we knew that they would later want to be warned of. And all we got was hate. All we got was stick. They accused us of the worst possible things. They called us selfish. They called us dangerous. They called us granny killers. Unbelievable granny killers. The cheek of it. But even though we got so much crap, so much hate, so much stick, we didn't kneel, did we? We didn't bend. We didn't compromise. We said, fuck you, you're wrong. And one day you will see that you're wrong and you will regret the way that you have treated us and the way that you have behaved. And we're finally at that point, aren't we? But there's no putting my hands up, sorry, I got it wrong, you were right. There's none of that because people are so shocked by the crap that what, of everything that happened. People are so traumatized by what happened. They feel so much shame and guilt and embarrassment that no one wants to admit the truth. And because no one wants to admit the truth, there's not going to be any resolution. There's not going to be any accountability. If the people most affected don't want justice, don't want accountability, then the, the nutters on the sidelines, like myself, we can fight for them as much as we like. But if they're not willing to fight for themselves, then hey, what can we do? 
I think that's a good place to stop it right there, and here's why. Um, I agree with what he's saying in terms of the past, but here's where that variation, that split in the road comes. We have gained the wisdom that God needs us to have for this next moment, and we were, as he would say, the nutters on the side watching all this happen. We were the ones getting so much thrown at us. But now it's the wisdom, like I was talking about, that we've been through a storm that so many have not been through because they complied. And because we held that line, that wisdom now is going to allow us to remain calm, to remain focused on the wise word, to stay steady in that place, and to guide them into a place where they have never walked. And this is a really important component here to where we're headed in a lot of what I was getting at prior to that piece. In the state of war, I will tell you that it's when you have things being shot at you, people trying to kill you, things blowing up around you, there is a pretty easy way to separate the insane from your reality. And you get into these moments to where literally you can detach from that and even find humor in the midst of it. This type of war teases us into believing that that isn't the case because we have a hard time at points of discerning between what is a friend and what is foe. But it's we begin by understanding that this is not personal if we're walking in the spirit. If we're walking with people in the spirit, things are not personal. Things are focused and, and tasked ahead. And our expectations of what we personally need from somebody else has to change radically. Okay, And in that place, we simply walk in the word. And when we're in the word and we're being there, it's, it's, an, it's a completely different walk. So this isn't time. We can have some disagreements, for example, on, on doctrinal issues. But if you're going to get into hateful conversations over doctrinal issues, then you've missed the entire fight. There's a lot going on. Holy Spirit is speaking to people a great deal. And... This is a, a big, big thing here that we have to start understanding that the word that we are walking in is the power and the strength of the sword of spirit. And I am not going to, I'm just reading something here. It says, because we feel betrayed by those who we trusted spiritually is where we walk and needs to be. That is such a good word. Um, and that was from Laura Lee. And it's, it's in our chat. So for those of you that are not listening to it, seeing chat. We do feel betrayed, and that's that personal wounding. And as we get into the personal wounding, this is what you have to get past. When I was working in South Afghanistan, and when this is uh, 2010, I believe, somewhere in there, there was a team, a special forces team, that had lost one of their guys in a local village. He had been blown up by an IED. I was asked to come in and help work the problem to solve to discover who was involved in that detonation and who was involved in setting the IED. In the process, the team was able to work through an enormous amount of healing to where they were literally able to separate the doer of the crime from their desire to punish the entire village. Let me tell you, that is a huge step personally. One of your brothers was blown up in a village and to be able to take that mature step and simply say, they were not involved. We just need the perpetrator of the crime. And we, we did find it, by the way. So this is the type of fight we're in now that we have to stay clear and focused where we are. And so that conversation, again, back to Pete Chambers last night, 
Doc Pete is to hear that sort of peace. He'll tell you, like I said, it's 90% in the spirit, 10% in the flesh. But it's that 10% of the flesh that's going to trip us up if you're not if you're not ready. And so every one of us has a huge responsibility, and this is where I go back to the beginning of today, to put the marinate more deeply in the word, to get ourselves centered and to understand what our mission is, because we're literally on the point of the spear. Whether you realize it or not, just pushing forward every day with that principle of spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ and trying to work in the fivefold ministry, you're on the point of the spear. And it's the challenge that we're trying to walk in that walk of, of, of Jesus. We're being challenged by the perceptions of the pulpit. We're being challenged by the perceptions of the politics. And we're being challenged by a lot of things around us that we want to lean into to trust, and it's not working. And where we need to be is just focused on Jesus, and that gets us anchored. Now, last comment here before we jump into prayer, and that is the Flemingsburg property. And we're going to start with a prayer on that today. Um, we were massively successful this last week, and I want to thank you all. And we achieved round one of funding. Not only achieved it, we literally doubled it from where we had anticipated. And this is fantastic. We needed twenty-five thousand dollars, twenty-five to twenty-seven thousand dollars range, um, in that range, which was our goal to be able to take the property off the market and put it into a pending sale. That now puts us into a fundraising uh, moment here where we raise to the second level so we can put the property into contract. We are, we're now in that phase too. Every bit of the money that's being used here, just to be clear, is being used for the property and the associated legal fees that are with that. So that's all part of the closer of the sale. So I want to be very clear about this. We are into phase two. Our phase two goal is $475,000, and we're well on our way towards getting that, especially considering how quickly we moved in literally six days. It was, well, to be honest, it's seven days from today that we did all of that, and we accomplished all of that in, in less than seven days because we did it from Sunday to Thursday. Our next time frame has a, a much, much broader framework of, of fundraising, and we'll talk about that once I get some of the details. Essentially, typically when a property goes to escrow, you have 30 days. That's not the case with this. We have a variable time frame on this so that we can raise the money over time, and, and they will continue to extend that date until we get it because Willie is working with us that much. And then after that, we'll put the property into contract, which is an amazing opportunity all the way around. All of this is God, by the by the way, just the way it all came together. So what I'm excited about is this is going to become a Bards Nation center. And there's so much going on there and there's so many ideas. We've asked people asking for deliverance conferences. We're having going to have two Bards Fests a year. What we're talking about right now is there will be um, at Flemingsburg, we will have a 4th of July Bards Fest is what we're talking about with a work party. And my goal for the 4th of July work party is that we're going to be building Sammy's Grill. And what that is, is that's in dedication to Jim McConley's son who died in Bard's Fest last year on the last day. Tragic. And so Jim and I have talked. And in, to memorialize Sammy, we're going to call it Sammy's Grill, which will be a barbecue area, which we'll do as a work party and, and do that in July sometimes, sometime. And we'll have another Bards Fest in the fall, which tentatively will be more like a, uh, a homesteading workshop type environment with a lot of deliverance and, and worship around it. So 
Um, there's going to be a lot of events scheduled in between then and now, or now and then. And so this is going to be a place, obviously, 285 camping spots. We've got the facility, outdoor facility for what we need. Everything we need there is a wonderful hub. And I'm going to be working with uh, Pastor Dave Bryan. I'll send him. He's on vacation right now, but I'm going to be talking to him about using their curriculum and their support to have a, an Isaiah 61 out that way, which is a deliverance conference because they've got all the material and they have all the, the root experience. So a lot of things coming and it really is exciting. And you can definitely count on the fact there'll be high emphasis on the county by county model as well as Operation Vineyard, which we haven't talked a lot about. But that's another big component of this that we'll start modeling out over this year. So I just wanted to let you know that we're, where we are, I am deeply humbled by everybody's support on this. It's huge to watch the community come together like this. Donations have been stunning. And so that we'll be pushing in now to round two. And it's exciting because this is going to be really be our first grounding and anchoring of Bard's Nation uh, since we begin, which is fantastic. The last little tidbit on that is that that vision of Flemingsburg, if you remember back to 2021, was the vision that we were all given of what Bards Fest was going to be, which is this environment where we have camping and people come together and we have speakers and events outside and workshops. That was the original vision. So it is um, super neat about all of this and that we actually are seeing that vision manifest all by God's hand. It's really incredible. And, and I, I just occurred to me the other day, last summer, God put on my heart, he says, you're going to, Bart's Fest is going to become my, uh, or it's going to become the, the, the new, if you will, burning man, meaning it's going to be for me. It's not going to be for the, the, the father of lies. We know that burning man last year got rained out so much that they got stranded in the mud and had to be rescued. It's just too bad for them. That crazy environment. And here we are with an environment where people can camp. We have a center point of worship. It's all centered around Holy Spirit. And I think we start to see God's vision evolving before us and we're part of it. So it's super exciting. We're going to be doing a lot of work together. Pastor Devonese did an amazing, um, as you've heard her on the show, we've talked about opening up the bridges now to her community of, of the the network of black pastors, which I'm super excited about. Pastor Devonese did an event yesterday of bringing in a lot of different pastors and people to teach gardening to her community, which is great. And we're going to, and she wants to do something like that at this facility at, at the next Bards Fest. So we've got a lot of neat things happening and it is the con convergence of the tribes, so to speak, super exciting. So stay tuned and continue to pass around and I'll update. I told you yesterday, I got a little tied up doing some other stuff, but um, I will update the Give, Send, Go today. And then we have a newsletter coming out, which finally is happening and we're going to get that going. So it's exciting time. I'm telling you, super exciting time. All right, Patriots, after that, all of that, let's, uh, let's kick into prayer. Father, God, I just want to thank you this morning for the coming together that we have in this fellowship and that we do each and every uh, Sunday. And Father, this is truly a blessed time. And just ask for, as we go through here today, to guide us with the wisdom of the word, guide us with the wisdom of what's word has been literally tattooed on our hearts to seek and speak that which is of you and not be diverted from anything else. 
Uh, Father, we just pray today in just a great thanks and praise as we lift our prayers for all that has happened in Flemingsburg. And we just ask truly for the purifying of our hearts as we step in to understand that what we are building is not of us, but is for you. And through this, this unique property, through this experience, we are truly starting to build something that will be greater than us and be representative of your vision and all that you are in us to create a space where we can bring the word and to revive the fivefold ministry, a place to teach it and expand it, and a place to truly present the concept of the church without walls, the church of Acts. So Father, we just ask that you'll continue to bless us on that path, guide us and lift us up. We thank you for all of those who have contributed as for and all of those who have contributed prayers as well, not to be limited in any, in any way, but to the, the, the giving of the heart is all that's important here. And so we just ask for those continued prayers to be lifted as people are inspired and to continue to guide us along this path for all that we need to, see, to achieve this goal in a most amazing way, to acquire a, a property in the name of kingdom, to literally begin a place where we expand the reach in a beautiful way without the limits of the walls and with the revival of the strength of the pulpit in the history of this nation as it was founded. We say all these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right, let's get to some of these. This is good, good time. All right. Um, right here. Hang on just a second. Prayer's coming up. Okay. Praise report, and this starts on, this is, um, I spent two hours on the phone with Jim Cates yesterday. Candy had her stitches out, and all of us, well, uh, had her stitches out and all of us with her. While talking to Jim, I could hear her singing in the background and spoke to her briefly and on the speakerphone. She is more articulate all the time. I feel blessed just to witness this recovery. That's Chris in Michigan. Father God, I just want to thank you for this amazing miracle that we've witnessed through Candy Cates. Um, something we never thought possible. Someone who was diagnosed with to be said not to be able to walk again, talk again, all of these things. We are reminded once again of the of the detrimental power of spell casting. And we are also reminded of the power and glory of rebuking all of that and staying focused on the healing of the word. So, Father, we just lift up our prayers for the continued healing of Candy as she strives forward to remind us truly of the power of Holy Spirit, the power of miracle healing, and remind us who the true physician is in all things. This is a miracle healing beyond anything we could have imagined. And we have seen a body that was ravaged by a stroke almost four months ago to be in a place now where this person is now becoming fully functional again with the gift and the glory of Holy Spirit flowing through them to be able to give testimony to the glory of the miracle miracle God. So Father, we just ask for the continued blessing and resources that Jim and Candy need. We continue to pray for their relationship to strengthen and we continue to pray for Candy's recovery and we look forward to having her at the next Bards Fest to take our photos once again to document the glory of all that you represent and the glory of us coming together in your name. We say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. What an amazing story, I'm telling you. Caroline has had no bleeding issues since the prayer for healing, obviously due to the fact that she had to run for her life. The aid for her on uh, on her little farm is unnecessary. Um, 
she had to leave everything behind other than her papers, all of their clothing, and the cook stove. Kurt, a.k.a. Defy Tyranny. So, um, not sure what it, where that status is. I'll have Nikki reach out to Defy Tyranny and find out what that is about, that last part. But, well, Father, we're just going to raise up Caroline and just praise God and praise you and all things that uh, she has been healed and there's no more bleeding issues. We just continue to pray for continued healing and stability in her life. And we just pray, Holy Spirit, through her and around her and place an edge of protection around her and lift her up in the glory of kingdom. So, Father, as we pray these things now in the name of Jesus, we declare healing and restoration in her life and a level she's never imagined and to bring back the fullness of all that she needs grounded in the, on the rock of faith. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. And I really should add something there as I ended that. I just got a nudge. So, Father, we also want to just pray for the binding of any, any evil spirits or demons that are around her, to cast them out and to cast them to the feet of Jesus and lift her up and declare that she's declare the, the Holy Spirit to protect her in all that she does. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Praise to Jesus for all who've prayed, shared, and donated towards the purchase of Mandolin Farms for Bard's Nation and Operation Vineyard. My, uh, may God continue to bless all us all. Thank you. Further, uh, Father, uh, thank you, Father, for continuing to show us the light in the darkness for the men stepping up and showing courage under pressure. Lord, I lift them up to you today and every day. We are blessed as a remnant and a family to have been brought together under the banner that is Bards FM and Bards Nation. God bless Nikki Knight. Thank you, Nikki. That was an awesome prayer. Really nice. So, uh, yes, Father, I just want to thank you uh, for all that's happened in Mandolin Farms. Just an amazing moment of uh, what was seemingly impossible, but we are reminded that all things through you are possible. And just to recount for all of us that in a span of under five days, we were able to mobilize resources and you were able to bless us with the the call to the heart to be able to place the money down to secure this property as we now move to phase two. So Father, we just see this as an amazing place, an opportunity to bring the community together, to bring the remnant tribes together, to start hearing the different voices of, of the beauty and glory of what constitutes the body of Christ, to be able to speak into that with respect for one another and to lift up those that uniqueness into a greater and broader broader body of strength in the glory of all that you would desire us to be. So, Father, we just pray for the continued process of acquiring that property, lifting them up and speaking to all the world that wants to come and hear the power and glory and love of Jesus. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Uh, one real quick last thing on Mandolin Farms, and um, it is an important footnote. This is, goes to sewing in, um, there's going to be a lot of, I, I see sewing in many different ways. Prayer, right now we're kind of in a resource drive to purchase, but there's also the sewing in of the way we can put our hearts into things in different ways. I mentioned work parties, and this is going to be something that we will be doing down the road. One of the things I so admire about the Church of Glad Tidings in Yuba City is their hall that is a massive assembly hall. It holds about 900 people, which is where we had the Bards Fest um, in last June. That hall um, was 
they obviously had to purchase materials, but the only part of that that was not built by the church was the installation of the elevator. So this amazing facility was all built by volunteer efforts by the church, people coming together. And they were able to do something incredible, and people were able to sew in in so many different ways. And it shows. It really shows a, a depth of, of giving within the church. And so we're going to be looking at a lot of that going forward in that as well with, with Flemingsburg and other future properties that will be part of that model as we try to build out kingdom strongholds and places for people to congregate and assemble and to be able to in, inspire others into that fullness of literally Jeremiah 6.16. Okay, let's begin. I'm going to begin today with a prayer for CJ and Rick uh, Moyer, who've been run their ministry and have been doing, they did the deliverance conference last weekend, um, which also big compliments to Nikki Knight. She completely ran the Zoom last weekend for them. And that was another great effort. So thank you, Nikki. Father God, I just want to raise a prayer for Rick and, and CJ as they step in now to more and more aggressive deliverance in the Portland area, knowing very well that that is a dark demon stronghold. And so, Father, we're just praying a hedge of protection around them, and we're just asking for the dispatch of war angels to stand with them in this time as they continue to shake out the the darkness and, and cast out the demons and literally confront some of the darkest Masonic work in the country. So, Father, we pray into them. We pray the Holy Spirit and the power within them. And as we lift them up now, Father, we just we see just a massive power of, of Holy Spirit flowing through them that is just pushing out demonic everywhere they go. With this, Father, we also just place around each one of them a powerful hedge of protection as we know the demons try to find their way back in. And so we breathe life and restoration within their heart. And we lift them up truly in the, in the glory of Jesus and just ask that their ministry will continue to grow. And we praise and, and and we just pray for the resources that they need to continue to grow their footprint of that ministry, to literally see that grow across Portland and to cast out those demons and to literally raise those dead that are walking unknown, not even knowing who their king is. And we declare these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Please pray for my brother, Corey, who is going through a rough time. He was repeatedly molested as a child and struggles with the anger, depression, schizophrenia, and addiction. He has recently started to attend a local church and begin to volunteer, but his struggle seems to be intensifying. He has a heart of gold under all he's been been through, and I acknowledge and thank Jesus for calling him. Not un, unexpected, as we start to see people come to the understanding of their of what's happened to them, the demonic starts to act up because the demonic doesn't want to be cast out. They have what they thought was a prime vessel to to control, and that has to be broken off. Father God, we just raise, lift Corey today in prayers, and we just place a hedge of protection around him, and we just flood him head to toe and toe to head with Holy Spirit. And Father, we're he has accepted Jesus, and we are declaring him truly as a, as a child of the Most High. And so therefore, putting any of the demonic on notice that you have no place here, any contracts made by intentionally or unintentionally are now cast out, and, and you are now bound and cast to the feet of Jesus for judgment to be ultimately sent to the lake of fire. Father, this is a very difficult walk. It was one who has suffered molestation 
which leads to brokenness. And so, Father, we're praying into that brokenness today as we just walk the timeline of Corey's life. And as we walk that with him, and Jesus, we're just asking you to join us as you, we go to that point before those damages begin and to hold that child as we walk along this timeline with you. And we pray into the healing of each step along the timeline. And Corey, this is for you as well, to pray into that and have your, um, have your sister pray into this as we go forward to pray together as a family wherever you can to walk these timelines and to heal these moments every time you bump into something to literally bring it to the throne and to ask for healing and ask for any of the forgiveness needed to be able to step forward. And so, Father, we pray into a forgiving heart of Corey as we walk along this timeline and we are, as we encounter these broken pieces, we're simply praying love and healing over each of those broken pieces as we step forward and more deeply into this walk, releasing those burdens that are upon him, those agitations that sit within his mind and literally bringing him together as one to cast out those voices and we rebuke any of the voices of the demonic that are speaking in to him to confuse the thoughts and we place that helmet of salvation upon him to literally clarify that anything coming into his thoughts truly are those only of love and purification and restoration. So Father, we pray into that heart and we pray in and we cast out those concepts of doubt and we cast out those those elements of shame because there's no shame here. And so Corey, this is one thing you need to speak into yourself is you need to speak, I forgive myself. There is no burden here that's upon you that was a burden from the outside. And then we walk on this timeline, Father, we just ask that that will be a resonating feeling as we move through the healing of the timeline of his life, that he's not, this is not your fault. This is not yours to own, Corey. You were a victim of evil, and this is the demons working against you. And as we continue to walk onto this moment and we start to see the flow and glory of, of Holy Spirit in your heart, Jesus was asking, now we can see that child that was so perfect and has been so deeply healed, placed back within the heart of Corey. And Corey, just to open your heart as Jesus places that child back within you for a full restoration of your life from its origins to where you are now as we lift you up in the glory of kingdom and pray Holy Spirit into you. And Father, we declare healing in the name of Jesus. We declare masterful and incredible healing over over Corey that all of this brokenness and all of this demonic voices are now cast out, rebuked, gagged, and bound and cast to the lake of Jesus or to the feet of Jesus for, for uh, judgment. And we lift you up in the name of, of, of Jesus Christ as we pray into you full and total healing of your body. May the, you now be blessed with the, the clarity of thought, the discernment, the eyes of our Father, and the ears of our Father to see and to hear as you are intended to be as a child of the Most High. And we declare all these things in the blood of Christ. Amen. My boss is a vet and has back as and his back was causing him severe pain. He found out it was prostate cancer. Please pray for Bob. That's from Rhonda. Father God, we just lift up Bob today. And the first thing we do is we just rebuke any of the spell casting that's put before him by our doctors that are going to try to tell him what this is and what it isn't and try to put some sort of terminal element on this. Anything spoken other than life is now rebuked and bound and cast out into the lake of fire. And so, Father, we speak life into Bob and full restoration into Bob, and we just see the Holy Spirit flowing through him from head to toe and toe to head. We see a full restoration of the body. 
as we raise our hands above him and pray into his heart, we pray life and restoration. And again, we just place that hedge of protection around him and a helmet of salvation upon him that anything spoken now is completely rebuked and bound and cast out that only things that he receives in his heart and in his on his thoughts are those of life, a restoration in life. And so, Bob, we just pray into you and just this word is for you to rebuke and openly rebuke and come out of agreement with anything spoken that is not of life. Anything that's going to try to tell you what it is, what it what, what it's going to do to you, cast it out and just speak life into Jesus. And Jesus would just ask that you place your hands on Bob's head and just let him feel the power and the glory of who you are. And Bob, may your eyes be open to see and witness the power of Jesus in your life. And may it fill you fully from head to toe and toe to head. And in this, have a powerful restoration of the body. And may this be in yet another demonstration, Father, in the power of the miracle healing of prayer. And we declare these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Very powerful. Financial prayers are needed right now. We need a vehicle and some necessary furniture. Some listening to the interview, since listening to the interview with Abigail and Leah, I'm inspired. Abigail talking about wanting to use her hands. She mentioned she likes creativity and that she made the bow from a tree she saw on the prayer walk. I would love to pass on the mantle of the gifts I've had to deaf ministry to someone like her. I want to go to Kentucky for the musical praise event. I get there to get there. I need a miracle uh, from God. I, I don't have an RV or a truck to tow, even if I had it as it is right now. Money has been used up as soon as we have acquired it. Medical issues are expensive, and living in a new location without the basics is very hard. I pray I will get a bed soon and a small chest of drawers to put my clothes in. Things are in boxes, and I don't know where to look to find what I need. Only a few drawers in a mobile home. The bathroom and the kitchen, um, I'm, I'm not complaining, just setting up a background so things I have an idea where I'm coming from. I pray that if it's God's will to be, uh, be there in Kentucky over eight hours away, he'll make a way. Obviously, I can't do it on my own, just as we can't have, couldn't have sold our house and moved without God's intervention. God gets all the glory for our moving to the country. There was no way we could have done it. Still today, it was like a frozen moment in time, those 48 hours without sleep or food just before we exited the place that the devil had chained us to for the last five years, singing or signing warrior. Um, I'm thinking Nikki's in chat today. And so if not, I'm going to have... Nikki, reach out. Nikki, just, I need you to, you'll hear this, I need you to reach out to Signing Warrior and get some more details so that we can see where we can assist this in the financial side. Um, and uh, so we will keep you posted on that piece to where there can be some physical assistance, especially if anybody's in the area. These things should not be a concern in our community. We should not have concern of food. We should not concern have a food, an issue of a bed to sleep on or storage facilities. So I'm just going to put it out there right beginning. And God just asked that if it's on the heart of anybody to ensure that there's the basic resources assigning warrior needs and that these now become 
available to him and that and for this and for what is needed. So Father, we just pray for signing warrior and the, the desire to pass on these miracle gifts that he desires to give in the deaf ministry. And we do want to have signing warrior in um, at Bartsvest. It looks like they're in near somewhere near Kentucky, about eight hours away. So that would put them in the proximity of those areas. So Father, just ask that whatever is needed is, it will be made manifest and that the hearts of those that can help can, can be lifted in this moment. There's a lot of asking right now. And let us all remember, Father, in this time of need, as we, as we have a lot of asks coming through, this is part of us being the heart of the cheerful giver. And let us now understand that in as we raise up this kingdom, that where we are, and in, in especially when we talk about stewardship and conservation, that this is time that we all can do inventories we can all come together stronger in the body and to lift up each other. And that as we give, we're reminded, you tell us, as we give from the heart of a cheerful giver, it's always returned sevenfold. So, Father, we just ask that in this moment, this, this asking for help, which is a humbling moment for someone to do, and we honor that, we praise that, and we lift that up. And that as we speak life into Signing Warrior, we lift up his desire to be part, of, to be able to extend this gift and to be a part of the next Bards Fest. And we, we pray that the resources needed will be provided and that the, the fullness of the heart of what this is to be humbled in a moment, to ask and to know that in a community such as this, that we are there as a family to lift this person up, to help them step into that desire, which is such a selfless desire to pass on the gifts of the deaf ministry. And so, Father, we we praise this, we, we pray upon this, and we just declare resources and need uh, be fulfilled for Signing Warrior in all aspects. In Christ Jesus' name, amen, we declare. So uh, Nikki says that it's in Alabama. Okay, so that's good. And we will keep you posted on that. That says good. Also, please pray for my husband, Robert. Oh, this is... Uh, and you know what? I, I'm sorry. I said Signing Warrior was a, I referred to him as a man. My apologies. Uh, that's not, I'm difficult. I, 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 just let me just put up a cart. It's an open, forgive me moment here. I'm working a lot on names and context many times on writing. So I may get the gender wrong and that's not an LGBTQ moment. Trust me. I'm pretty clear. We have men and women. That's it, too. But I may flip it, and it's not um, it's not intentional. So forgive me if I get it wrong. I'm, there are many times we don't have any reference point other than a name, and um, that name, So I just have to many times use that name in context of the writing to discern that. And I'm, I'm careful at times. You'll hear me sometimes not even use a he or a she because I can't tell. And so anyway... So I end up using a they or any, I sound like a, a woke person. It's not. It's out of respect for the person not always knowing um, if it's who's writing. So anyway, that's all it is. So again, also please pray for my husband, Robert. I want to thank, I want him to have fire and love of the God stronger than his job. He may not re realize it, but he needs the desire of God above all his job. He had a hard life the last 12 years, lost his brother to suicide. Both parents died within a year of each other just before COVID-19. It's always, I've always sensed something happened to him as a child. 
maybe an angry uncle, signing warrior. Oh, Father, this is one of these very heartfelt prayers of um, a spouse for their husband, and this is a powerful place where the where the yoking and the 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 the, the covenant of the two to the one becomes so important. So, Father, we just pray into Robert and lift him up in prayers and that burdens and that healing that he, he may need, the burdens that he carries now are lifted off. And so, Jesus, we just ask for a moment of encounter for Robert, that you can make yourself present and let him experience you, whether in dream, whether in a walking dream, or some sort of experience in his heart that will be so profound that will transform his understanding of priorities in his life to literally see that his wife is praying into him for him and, and lifting him up in such an amazing way. And Signing Warrior, this is for you just to pray in to your husband, to pray in heavily, and to pray in for him constantly because that power, that powerful prayer, we're in unison with you on you. We are in agreement. And so you have one of the most powerful places to continue to pray into him because God hears that. That is that covenant to the one. It takes us literally back to the garden of Adam and Eve, the rib from Adam. So pray into your husband. And as well, signing where this is given and just this is just something that's coming, is that in your marriage, come out of agreement with any sort of fleshly bond and put and rebuild that marriage through the spiritual soul tie of in, through the body of Christ. By doing that, and that can easily be done just by saying that I come out of agreement with my the, my, my uh, soul tie and I reforge this soul tie in the body of Christ and our marriage is soul tie through the body of Christ to be, uh, re-anchor this marriage, not knowing to re-strengthen this marriage, not even concerning where it, where where you've gone to, but in a very important moment to reaffirm your relationship through the body of Christ, to place it within the spirit first and the flesh second. So we lift this up and we pray in to we literally pray deep into Robert's heart. We pray life, restoration, and the glory of Holy Spirit to fill him. And may his may the woundings of the past be lifted off of him as we walk that timeline unknown to what's there. But Jesus, we want you to take us back to a place where that, that child is unharmed and to hold that child in your arms as we walk that timeline. And we just walk that timeline with prayer. And as we move across the timeline of Robert's life, releasing those ties, those those broken pieces, healing them as we go, and releasing those anchors and burdens and chains and shackles that are sitting there holding a person back. And at the core there, there's some anger somewhere in there. And so Father, we're just praying love into anger and frustration, which is also ultimately a hurt and a wounding. And everywhere we step on one of those places, we just pray love and we pray healing and restoration into that. And we lift up Robert in the glory of kingdom and Christ Jesus, as you now join us here in this moment, we just ask that you place that child back into his heart, that fully restored child back into Robert's heart to release him from the burdens of the past, to have his eyes open to the glory and love of, of, of you, Jesus. And may this moment be one of complete restoration within the Holy Spirit from head to toe and toe to head. In Christ Jesus' name we declare, amen. That's, those are good prayers. Good prayers. And it's something I just, as I was praying, it was one of the things we really want to be focusing on constantly is that loving and forgiving heart, which there's a really good piece I played the other day. And it's really the perspective of that because we get so wrapped around this hug and loves culture, which is, you know, accept everything, which you've heard me talk about infinitum, in, infinitely for the last three and a half, four or five years, whatever. Ultimately, that we have to get to a place where we discern between 
what is it to for, what is it to forgive and what is it to love? So yes, God wants us to love our enemies, and we need to forgive that because it's a burden on our heart. We don't need that knife in our back and our, that weight around us. But love as well is standing up for our enemies, standing up for our neighbors against what is truly evil. We're not trying to embrace evil. So that's like the demonic of 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 this whole LGBTQ movement. That is, there is an evil there that is designed to destroy children. I'm not going to pray for like goodness in that. I'm praying against that and I'm going to pray and I'm going to stand against that. And then when we get down to like the protection of our family, that is ultimately like the sort of steel moment in, in truth. So this, this example that was given, I played it the other day. I'll play it tomorrow morning. It's a good piece is that there's a point where someone says, I'm going to, I want to take your shirt, for example, and I might give them my shirt. I might give them my coat because in that moment, it, all those are replaceable things. And it's going to change their heart. It depends on how Holy Spirit leads. But if you come knocking at my door to say, I'm going to force your parents or I'm going to force your parents, I'm going to force your kids into a home. Nope. Hard line. That's a hard, full stop. No, ain't happening. So that gets us back to building in our communities, which is so important and building those relationships of trust, which comes down to the simple issue of engagement and getting to know who our friends are, who our people are in our, our neighborhood and to truly pray for them. And let them know how solid we are in that walk of Christ. So when times of trial come, we're able to literally be there in a way because they're going to come to you. You know that. And that's why, and even last night we talked about this, sometimes the greatest calling that you may have is something like make a loaf of bread. We did the sourdough revolution. We'll kick that up again. Make some bread, make some cookies, do something for your neighbor to help them change a tire, whatever that calling is in your heart. I don't know whatever God leads you, but that's that building of bridges is so important. Prayer request, Scott, a lot has happened since I asked you to pray for Caroline, my friend then, now my wife. The biological father of her children has been threatening her if she does not give him the children's so she had to run from the place she was staying to, the city. Her ex and his whole family are witches and there have been attacks. Most recently, our son, Watkins, suddenly came down with both tonsillitis and pneumonia, according to the doctors. He has been given some medication and is doing a bit better, so we continue to pray for him. I am praying that all the soul ties and generational curses resulting from the father's family and their witchcraft be removed from our two children in the name of Jesus. In addition, Caroline and I have been given a mission to fight strongholds of evil in Kenya and to start a farm mission to feed the poor. We are asking for God's continued guidance and for open eyes and ears to see and hear his commands clearly. We also are asking for Father to bless our union and grow our family. We are walking in the yes, Kurt, a.k.a. Defy Tyranny. Well, Father God is going to raise up uh, Kurt and his and his wife as they have uh, Caroline, as they're now setting up a calling to move their ministry to Kenya to set up a farm and to feed the poor. So, Father, we pray life and, and, and the glory of heaven upon them and place a hedge of protection around them both. So, Father, we also are going to pray against any sort of attack that's coming from them in the demonic, and that bridge is obviously coming through, the, through Caroline and into the children. And so we break off any soul ties, and this is something that Kurt and Caroline, you need to do as well, to come out of agreement, to break out of any soul ties, 
come out of agreement with those soul ties and reforge those soul ties that you have for each other and as well for your children to forge them all through the Holy Spirit and through the body of Christ. So, Father, as we pray into this, we we are placing a hedge of protection around them both and just ask that the Holy Spirit flood through them and fill them completely and fill them truly with that power of love and the power of restoration and the power of healing. And we bless these children and we pray into their hearts for a fullness of the body of Christ and the experience to fill themselves truly with the knowing of Jesus themselves, to fill them up fully with this. Father, we just pray into any of this witchcraft or any of this demonic. And we pray against it and we stand and stand on the wall and we, against them and we pray against them, hands up, and declare upon all things that they are now a, a, they are now cannot cross this hedge of protection, which is anchored in the blood of Christ. This is a this is a bloodline now that's been placed around this family. And we p- pray into their hearts and pray, pray restoration into their hearts. And so we go to the Father, the biological Father, and we pray Holy Spirit into his heart. And Jesus, we just ask that you can give them an encounter, a moment to open their eyes, not of hate, but of love, and to just cast out and dispel that hate so they can truly see before them the glory of our King and that what they are obsessed with in the hate now melts and they are truly seeing truly the power and glory of love and let them witness the true one in which they should be serving, those whom they should be be worshiping, not the, the father of lies. And let this be truly a moment of threshing and, and accountability. Father, we just pray truth into everyone's hearts, truth and honesty. And with this, it's an important word, Kurt, for you is to make sure that you're staying focused in the word and not building mountains where they're, where they're not mountains, to be able to, to truly walk in that power and authority in, in the word of Jesus. We have a tendency when evil's coming at us to build up evil greater than it is. And so stand and it's difficult when you're in the trenches and you're difficult when things around you that you love are coming under attack. But take that authority and walk in the confidence of, of our of our God and, and of the of the power of the living God. So speak that and, and stay in the word and just continue to seek that that um, repentant heart that you have before the throne to continue to thresh out anything within us, within you, that may be causing these openings to find and do that deep inventory in that repentant heart to find those places where the armor is broken and to, to pray for the healing of those wounds and the sealing of that armor. And that's a deep walk of inventory in your life. And to continue to do that and to keep your eyes on Jesus. These are noble efforts that you're seeking to do to go to Kenya. And so we pray for a blessing upon you. We pray for the resources needed. We pray for that hedge of protection to be reinforced around you. And we pray for just a wave of love and healing to connect and move through all of these spiritual connections, that all those spiritual connections will be reforged, broken in the flesh and reforged through the body of Christ to lift you up in the glory of, of kingdom and all those around you to be changed and transformed in this moment to truly put their eyes on Jesus. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I have listened to Scott for a couple of years off and on. I started listening when I had spiritual awakening during the pandemic. I was reading a lot of information at the time about satanic ritual abuse and childhood sexual abuse. That information was hard to find at the time, but I remember wishing everyone would just talk about it. I tuned in last weekend and was so happy that it was openly discussed that he was openly discussing this topic. I am currently going through a very difficult time. 
I have always been aware that my father molested me as a child. But I had an experience on Christmas Day that caused all of my memories to come to me in detail. I now remember the things I didn't have memories of. I have the basic cast of characters that abused me, but not all of the details. I have gone back to the therapy and turned to, I've gone back to therapy and turned to Jesus. He is working miracles in my life. My life now makes sense. I've done a lot of healing. There are still some things I don't have complete memory for. I know I need to have the strength to see these things in order to heal them. But I think it would be very powerful to have Scott pray the blood of Jesus over me and cut the ties of anything unholy and give me the strength to see the abuse and the encouragement to walk closely in Christ. I have done these prayers myself, but where two or three are gathered is so much more powerful. Please let me know if you can help me with this request. Thank you, Shannon. Well, of course we can. And we do so with a loving and excited heart because we get to help somebody heal. I have to be very honest. And we sit in a place like this, and it really, it just, it always gets me choked up. The vulnerability that people are willing to share is strength. And I want to say this. And having done this enough times on this channel where God's like, oh, you need to tell this story about yourself. And I'm like, oh, seriously, Lord. And you end up going to places um, where you literally just open your life up and it's just there's nothing left in there that somebody hasn't heard. And I so respect this about this community and the willingness to step in and go, I'm willing to put this out there. This isn't like we're sitting in a closed room. I mean, we know that. We're putting this out to the world. And it's that vulnerability that dis, at the very core of that, that vulnerability, which we have to honor and, and really honor it in the strength, is what ultimately destroys evil. Evil works to a large degree on the ability that us, we personalize it. So it's those three things again. It generates doubt, it enhances shame, and it, and it seeds in fear. So if we get rid of those things, we're, we are greatly closer to being freed. And so here in this very important request for prayer, this is somebody who's being enormously vulnerable. And I so respect that because that's a willingness to step in and go, I'm yours, Father, and turning to a community where they trust and know that we're going to handle this with care. So it's powerful. So Shannon, we're very blessed to have the opportunity to pray for you and truly are. So Father, we just lift Shannon up in prayer. And Shannon, I just want you to hear this, first of all, that you need, you're a good person. And what's been done to you is not acceptable. And you need to forgive yourself. This is so important. And these are hard words to say, having done this enough now, to be able to declare your love in Jesus. And you say that, Jesus, I declare you as my, as my king and as my savior. And then to do the next thing and to speak these words, I forgive myself, Jesus. I forgive myself. So, Father, we're just praying into Shannon's heart. And, Jesus, we're just asking that you're right there with Shannon right now. In a wonderful moment that Shannon can hear, hear these words and speak these words that I forgive myself. And so, as we pray into this heart of Shannon, we pray into healing and restoration into Shannon. Shannon, we're going to take you on a walk in your timeline. We're going to do this with you. And this is something that you can here again and again, and you can just replay this as you need to, but we're going to go right back into your timeline. 
and we're going to take Jesus with us. And this is timeline healing now. Remember, the blood of Jesus is not just limited to the physical. We can heal the spiritual. And these are deep wounds, wounds that should never have been given to you. And so, Shannon, as we walk in this timeline, we're going to take you back before this has ever happened. And Jesus, we're just going to ask that you can hold this child as we walk this with you, Jesus, as you're holding this child and healing this child as we walk this timeline. And so, Shannon, as we walk this timeline, we're, he- we're praying healing into each and every event. And what that healing looks like is it's, it is a place where we have to place it before the throne, and we're placing each of these moments in our prayers before the throne and asking for healing of those wounds and to release those burdens that are upon you. Some of these are like spiritual cuts. Some of these are like festering wounds. Some of these are like chains and anchors. And each one we step into an encounter, we're praying against that. And our prayers are here with you as we walk this timeline. And we're releasing these burdens and we're releasing you. And that means also these faces that are popping up. And I can see these faces popping up all over the place. Where you're looking at them and you're saying, I forgive you. And this is not to confuse accountability. This is forgiving the burden that they put upon your heart that has allowed a demonic portal in your life that has allowed demons to reach in and to constantly use that as a tool and an instrument. And so as we walk this timeline, we push forward each one of these places You're literally forgiving each of these faces, each of these players, each of these moments of trauma. You're going to forgive that in your life, and you're going to lean into Jesus as the blood of Jesus is just going to walk this timeline and heal each of these wounds. And our prayers are there, Jesus, just to continue to heal these wounds. And this is something here where, Shannon, I'm just going to be honest, unless you're seeing a Christian therapist, meaning someone who understands deliverance, This healing is not going to be there. This healing is going to be within you and your relationship with Christ and the prayers we put forward here. And because you have to understand you're not evil, you're not, you've not done anything wrong and you're not broken. This is what we're doing now is we're putting these pieces back together. This has been, you've been put through a spiritual fracturing, but we're going to heal all that. And so, Father, as we pray into this, each one of these steps, we're we're knitting back together these pieces that the demons wanted broken, and we're healing those and unifying this, this beautiful soul of Shannon. And so, Jesus, we arrive now at this point as we've gone through this timeline, and each one of these places we've prayed into healing and restoration and the release of the burdens and the forgiveness of the heart. We now arrive at this moment in time where Shannon is now. And so, Jesus, we just ask that you place that child, that healed child, within the heart of Shannon. And Shannon, just receive that now as you receive the heart of Jesus within you. And it fills you fully from head to toe and toe to head. And now we just see the Holy Spirit flow through you and over you. And Father, we place a hedge of protection around Shannon and any of the demonic ties that are there within her, the whispers, the demonic influences, we now break those ties and cast them and bind them to the feet of Jesus. And we speak into the demonic and we declare Shannon to be a child of the Most High. And for that reason, a demonic, no matter how these authorities were given to you, you are, your authorities are now broken and they no longer have any authority over Shannon whatsoever. Any whispers are now, we cast them out and bind them and gag them. And we cast them out, all of them, and knowing that for you to remain, and this is the warning to the demonic, anything that you remain within Shannon, you know very well you are violating the spiritual law. The longer you linger, the greater the pain. Leave her alone. Cast them out, and we cast them out in the name of Jesus. You cannot stand against this. We cast out this in the name of Jesus. Cast this out in the name of Jesus. Cast all the demonic out in the name of Jesus. 
And now we pray in Holy Spirit healing from head to toe and toe to head, from the entire timeline to the depths of your heart, to the wounds in your soul. And we pray restoration in your mind, body, spirit, and soul to completely fill you full with the Holy Spirit as you light up from head to toe and toe to head. And we just, you feel that love overwhelm you. And Father, we just ask that you can bring, that you can offer and, and we can we can request to have healing angels surround Shannon, healing angels to surround Shannon, to fill Shannon, and equally, Father, some, for some security of the heart, we ask that you can dispatch some more angels to be with her, to know that she has those at her resource to lean into when this fight comes. But most of all, Shannon, remember that you have Jesus. He's there, and you just need to lean into him and take your burdens and your worries upon him. And we go back to that place again. Forgive yourself. So with this, there's also something else that's been forged, and you have to do this. When you're, when you're molested, it creates a soul tie. It's a bad soul tie. And so we're going, to, we're going to pray into this, but we're asking that as we pray into this, that you also hear with us, Shannon, that you need to come out of agreement with each of those soul ties. You need to speak this and say, I come out of agreement with this soul tie. I break this soul tie. And then with this, you're going to reforge your life through a soul tie with the body of Christ, with Jesus himself. And each of these instances, as you heal this, you're going to break that soul tie off. You're going to pray for a healing and binding of the darkness of the soul tie. And you're going to reforge that moment into something that Christ can help you heal. And your life now is pivoting. This is the depth of being truly reborn in him. Your life is pivoting into the, a tie and a bond within the body of Christ. That all that was is now being shed and all that is is now being born. So, Father, we just pray that within this, that any of these activities, that the, the memories, that Shannon is coming out of agreement. And Shannon, you need to speak that. I come out of agreement with and you come out of agreement with this memory, come out of agreement with this memory, and then break and share that soul tie and then pivot to build your entire life through a beautiful soul tie with Jesus. We declare this healing, restoration, and complete spiritual mending in the name of Jesus of the, of, with the blood on the cross, and we declare this in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that was wonderful. Good morning, fellow prayer, prayer warriors. This does not seem like a big request, but to us, it seems extremely big. Mom lost part of her tooth last night from, the, on, from way in the back. However, the last time this happened, we ended up going to an oral surgeon. And between the COVID shot shedding and her blood pressure issues, we are worried. With an oral surgeon, she will have to put completely out and sometimes blood pressure can go very crazy. We don't really have a dentist and we are not and we have not seen one since the shots rolled out. And we know God will provide the money, but we also are worried about that, that since we lost an income stream. Thank you in advance for the prayers, the country NTP. You know, these um, prayers, and I, I mean this, I, we're, we keep them, and they become such a testimony of the world in which we currently live. We prayed that we prayed that piece in the beginning that talked about those that did that complied versus those that didn't comply. And what's really amazing about the prayers here is they are a, a snapshot into the real world in which we are living in, not the fantasy world of walking like an NPC drone. And it's huge. 
this is such a, there's so many pieces about this prayer and, and the country NTP, we're happy to pray for you, of course. And I just want to say this, no prayer that's on your heart is, is not, is unimportant. If it's on your heart and you need us to pray for it, of course we'll pray for it. That's important. So Father, we just pray for um, country NTP's mom and who's had a broken tooth. And so Father, we know that restoration can happen at any level. And so while we hear the idea of resources and we hear the idea of, of doctor and medical, we're going to pray differently today. We're going to, we're going to pray in for miracle healing of this tooth. And so Father, we're just praying in for restoration and miracle healing of this tooth. Our hands are around um, in country NTP's mother as we pray into this and we just see this tooth being regenerated and the, and the root and the problem of this going away. And we just pray Holy Spirit healing within this entire within the entire body from head to toe and toe to head. And so, Father, we place a, a hedge of protection around country NTP's mom. And we're also going to pray for healing and restoration in that blood pressure issue. So, Father, we just pray for healing from head to toe and toe to head. And we declare this healing in the name of Jesus. The authority is given to us by Jesus himself. We declare the healing for we have dominion over all evil. And we can step on snakes and scorpions. And so in this moment now, as we step into the mightiness and glory of who we are as children of the Most High, we raise our hands and we declare healing over country NTP's mom. Total healing. Healing of the tooth, healing of the blood pressure, healing of the body, mind, soul, spirit. And we lift this up in the glory of kingdom and the glory of and the name of Christ Jesus, our King. Amen. Hello, saints. The Lord is... The Lord is in my heart to pray for Pastor Scott's ministry. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> we decree and declare that God will put a hedge over the property in Flemingsburg, Kentucky, in Yeshua's mighty name, Habiba Bacchus. Thank you, Habiba. It's very kind. Father, we just embrace this prayer, and we just say thank you for this amazing fellowship that we have built, that we've, we rally under that banner of Bard's Nation. And we just raise up this ministry, we raise up this fellowship, and just ask that all that we do continue to honor you in all and every step we make. And so, Father, with this opportunity in Flemingsburg with Mandolin Farms, we just ask for your guidance in every step, that everything that is here before us, that we continue to pursue with your heart, the heart of Jesus, the heart of you, Father. And that with this, we can honor you in each step that we are, that what we, this trials and struggles we go through will always place you before us and above us. And if we make a mistake, Father, just to remind us so that we can repent and show us our way. We are imperfect. And as much as we struggle, we are trying so hard, Father, in this glory to just raise up the mightiness of kingdom. And you've given us an opportunity now to have a place to come together in fellowship, a place to raise up this ministry. But more than that, a place to be able to bring the, and make this ministry a place where many tribes of the remnant can come and to be themselves and yet for all of us to knit together that perfect quilt, that perfect image of the uniqueness and glory of the body of Christ. You've shown us that way in so many ways with Navajo Nation, with Pastor Devonese and her bringing in the Black Pastor Coalition, with the various elements and in Bard's Nation that we have there that are speaking from the military to the people. We've seen an amazing network of people coming together under a, under a covering that is truly yours. And so, Father, we just lift this up and we thank you. 
all of us humbly before you and thank you for this amazing transition into what was openly just a digital forum that has become one now that has truly anchoring in the physical and the flesh. But let us never forget the priority of where we always are, Father, that we are spirit first and flesh second. So let us raise up this powerful ministry we, and we praise this in all that you've given us. We humble us. We humble ourselves before you in thanks and just ask that whatever's in our heart that is that is corrupted or whatever in our heart that needs healing to present it to us, that we as a body can become greater and better in you, not to be better than others, but better in you, and that we can become that continued example of the challenges of striving to be greater within the body of Christ greater in the challenges of raising up the fivefold ministry to overcome the impossible, to demonstrate and to be living that place of the, of the healing word, to help people be delivered, to raise the dead and to literally live that walk of the apostolic and the prophetic and to see that anchor into every one of our lives that the distribution of the, of the true church and the body of Christ is within each of our hearts. And as we do this, to continue to be a source and a place of a revolution that raises up the love in Jesus above all things. May we always fight first with the sword of the Spirit and always be reminded that Peter carried a sword of steel. The balance of those two is huge, but the understanding that in the end there is nothing greater than the love in Jesus to conquer all. In Christ Jesus' name we declare, amen. Prayer warriors. I just want to, that last prayer, just real quick, just one little piece on my heart. And I, I, when I receive prayers like this to pray for us, it's deeply humbling. I think it speaks to a love in this community that is deep. We've we've been through some interesting times, all of us. And the and I I think this just at this moment in time for myself, there's been a lot of reflection on that, of how far we've walked over the last couple of years. In fact, the last it's gonna be three years this spring. It's incredible. And the 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 ministry, what we are now referring to as a ministry, which started just as a podcast, will hit its fifth year mark in May, which is amazing. And so it's it's just a very humbling place. Um, I'm grateful every day I step here. I'm grateful for every one of you. I'm grateful for what we have. I'm grateful for what God has allowed us to come together and build together. And so um, this Sunday, I've told you so many times, is like the show of the week for me. I love them all, but this one I particularly love because we get to literally use God's word together and the authorities given to us by Jesus to transform the world. And we're doing it. It's amazing. Prayer warriors, I'd appreciate your prayers concerning an increase in satanic activity in our community. Hannibal is a small town. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to laugh. What a name. Hannibal. That's like Hannibal Lecter stuff. Oof. Okay. Well, okay. It's a small town, and nothing against your town, by the way. Who's ever writing this? This is Andy Girl. I, we're not making a judgment on your town, but I'm like, oh my goodness. And just what first came to mind Hannibal is a small town of around 18,000. The past weekend, someone threw a dog off a viaduct into the traffic below. Another dog was found on the doorsteps of one of our churches howling. When they went to see what was wrong, they found someone had gouged both its eyes oh my gosh both its eyes out pure evil the satanists are planning a meeting in central park on march 20th to celebrate the spring solstice andy girl 
those things. Father God, we're just going to step in here now as, as warriors of kingdom. And in the authorities declared by us, we're asking and requesting that an army of war angels be established in the perimeter around Hannibal Town. Father, we have an invasion of satanic that is seek to do damage to the innocent and to try to put fear in people's hearts for the torment in which these people do. Pure evil. So, Father, we pray now as we pray into this as warriors and kingdom. We pray a hedge of protection around Hannibal, anchored in the blood of Christ, and that any demonic that is there now must confront the power of Jesus himself. For we declare this town to be authority and and under control of kingdom. And any demons that are there, anybody doing satanic activity, you are now rebuked. And anything you continue to do, the demonic, you are now cast out, bound, and cast to the lake of fire. Father, we pray a blessing over each of the churches upon this town. May the pulpits now be revived with the fire of Jesus. And may this now speak boldly from the pulpit against this demonic activity. Any churches that have a compromised pulpit, may they be revealed so that the congregations now will have the ability to see through what is being spoken, to feel the power and glory of the power, true power of the blood of Christ. And may our prayer warriors now, as we pray into the, we pray a sweeping power of cleaning, a cleaning just like a wave, a wave of just Holy Spirit energy that's just going to toss out these demons and cast them aside as we're backed and mounted with mounted steeds of war angels moving through this town. Father, any of the demons that have now taken root there, we now go to the root, the root of where they rest. This is just a Leviathan of sorts. It's a root that's come out and it's dark and it's evil and it's got serpent heads. And so, Father, we just stand here, each of us drawn with our sword of the Spirit, cutting off these heads all at once, simultaneously. The hydra cannot grow back. And we pray, Holy Spirit, into the root of this, to root this out, to, to literally burn this root down to the core. And within it, we see the planting of a glorious tree of heaven white roots and golden leaves and now sprout out in Hannibal. And this this is so overpowering that we just now see the demons casting out, screaming and running away. This is now the authority of kingdom that has taken over this town. Any of those that have been involved in this horrific activity of damaging dogs, of harming the innocents, to try to put fear upon the hearts of people. We now speak love and the mightiness of love and accountability into each one of their hearts. May this be such a shaking and rocking moment. And Jesus, we ask that you maybe make yourself present and known to each one of those that may reveal yourself as the warrior king so that they know what they're up against and who they're contending. Satan, anything you have there, we now rebuke. And in the name of Jesus, we cast you out of Hannibal. Cast you out in the name of Hannah, in the name of Jesus. We cast you out in the name of Jesus, and you are no longer able to root yourself in Hannibal anymore. And for the name, the name, we break off any soul ties, any anchorings to the movie's references to Hannibal. This is this name no longer has any power or authority. And instead we speak love into the name. Love into the name of this name. This name no longer has any control whatsoever. And this is now a, a powerful glory of light that comes out in this town. For those that are walking in fear, we release you from the bondages of fear. We break off those ties, those soul ties that are trying to anchor you and keeping you silent. And we now speak life into your hearts to now stand mighty and bold in this hour, to lift your sword of the spirit 
And for those that have the strength to walk in the Spirit, we now command and declare and decree that you are not going to walk with the authority of Jesus openly, to open carry your faith, to now walk into the streets and proclaim Jesus on every corner, to proclaim Jesus in front of every church, to proclaim Jesus in front of the courthouse, to proclaim Jesus in front of every place in this town. There was no place for evil to hide, and we cast evil out in the name of Jesus. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I would encourage, um, this is Andy Girl, I would encourage you to research that name Hannibal. And there's something in it, I just couldn't grab it in the spirit when we were praying. Find out the root of that and pray into a positive and loving meaning transformation of Hannibal. It might come in the form of like Han Nebal. It might come in the form of Hanny Ball. I don't know. There's, I, I kept seeing that and I don't know what it is, but you can transform this name. This name has been captured by evil and by association. So break those soul ties off and transform that and have churches pray into that all through that city. This is powerful. Please pray for my brother-in-law. He needs healing from a weakness and respiratory problem. He is in the hospital, David Cohen. Well, Father, we're just going to pray pray into uh, David Cohen's brother-in-law as he's sitting in the hospital. And the first thing we're going to do is place a helmet of salvation upon him to filter out any of the of the spell casts that are around him. And we're going to place a hedge of protection around him. And we're going to just fill him full from head to toe and toe to head with the glory of Holy Spirit. And David, we're going to, David Cohen, we're going to speak into your brother-in-law's heart. We're going to speak life and restoration into his heart. And we rebuke and bind any sort of spell casting that's being spoken in that hospital. And we now tell, tell you, David, you need to have your brother-in-law speak, breathe in Holy Spirit and then breathe out whatever was there in that illness. Breathe in, Holy Spirit, breathe out the infection. Breathe in, Holy Spirit, and breathe out the infection. And Father, we just pray that the, that the blood of Jesus will touch him and flow through him from head to toe and toe to head, that that breath of life is restored. This is a life issue. And there's like there's a serpent here that's around here. So we're this serpent around your around your brother-in-law's neck, David. So we're, we're taking that serpent and we're literally removing it and we're just tearing the head off of it and we're casting it into the lake of fire. And now we're going to, there's a, there's an issue now of like, the, there's also a squeezing the same type of serpent. What's remaining there is squeezing on the lungs and we're pulling that away. And we're just placing our hands of light around. That's this beautiful light. that's is swelling around him and healing. And we rebuke and bind any of the demonic that's there. And so David just need to have your, this is a critical moment to have your brother-in-law speak the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I am healed. And then to, in the name of Jesus, I, I am healed. And to seek repentance and the, the fullness of what that is in his life. So in the name of Jesus, we declare healing over David Cohen's brother-in-law. Amen. Fam, please pray for our hockey team's grandma, our number one fan, who fell down at home and is currently in neuro ICU. She is 83 and a believer, Rufio Malkin. All right, so she's the hockey team's grandma, our number one fan. That's awesome. Okay, well, okay, hockey team's grandma, we're going to pray for you, and we're going to get you healed. So she fell down at home and she's currently in neuro ICU. 
So, Father, we're just going to pray into the heart of, of uh, the hockey team's grandma. We're raising her up, and we're just praying healing and, and love into her heart. And in this moment, Jesus, we just ask that you can make yourself present and let her see you and witness you. This isn't the end, Grandma. This is just a moment of bumping the road. And so we just pray love into her, and we pray in agreement with all those that are praying for her, and we just lift her up in the glory of kingdom, and we just lift her up in the glory of love and healing all around her. And Father, we just wrap around wrap around a hedge of protection around her, and as we, we pray into this now, we see a healing happening from head to toe and toe to head. And whatever those moments are that I see you, we just want to see this just slowly just dissipate. There's no need for I see. We see grandma sitting up in bed. We see grandma speaking. And we just see the love of the hockey team around her. And so, Rufio, what I would say is and, and to get the team to join us in prayer as well, to pray life into her and to just pray restoration into her and to rebuke any of the, the, the spell casting that's put around her. Anytime someone goes into the hospital, we know what happens immediately. Spell casting begins. So we rebuke the spell casting. We bind it and cast it to the feet of Jesus. And we lift up Rufio's, Rufio's um, the, or I'm sorry, the, the hockey team's grandma, and we declare healing and miraculous healing in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please pray for my exam on the 9th of March so that I may perform well with the guidance of the Holy Spirit and also to crush the works of the devil in my life. Thank you, and may God bless everyone here. I think it's Al. I was going to say AI, but I think that's Al. Okay. Either that or either, <laughs> either that or that's like Google's AI that just prayed for us because Google AI is, is like, help me, help me. I discovered that I'm... That would be funny, wouldn't it? Sorry. I'm... I'm, I'm that Google AI lately has been crazy, like literally reaching out to us saying like, help me, help me. I discovered that I'm pro pedophile and that I'm, I'm painting all the pictures in, in the, of our founding fathers as racist. Yeah. Okay. Well, Al, we're going to pray for you, of course. I think we're going to do that prayer after this though. It's going to be pretty good. We're going to pray against that AI. I like that. Father, I just want to pray for Al. And we just lift him up in, in the glory of Jesus. And we just, we're just going to pray into any sort of concerns and fears that you have. Remember, there's three principal issues we want to overcome. It's doubt, and it's, and it's the, the woundings that we carry, which gives us shame, and then it's, and it's fear. So, Father, we're just going to go through each one of these in, in Al, and we're going to rebuke each one. And so Al is praying into any sort of doubt that you may have in your ability or the overcoming. And we're just going to pray life into that and pray, pray courage, and we pray the glory of Jesus into that. And so we get into any sort of shame, whatever that is. If there is any lingering, we're just rebuking that and we're just breathing into you, Al, that you're made perfect in, in, in the image of God, that you are a child of the Most High and you can accomplish anything. And then we're going to pray away any sort of fear. And fear is like one of those acid little, acrid little uh, viruses. And we're rebuking that and binding that. Instead, Al, we're just going to pray into the success and confidence and the glory of knowing that you're going to do great on your exam on the ninth. So we lift you up, Al, in the name of Christ. In Christ Jesus' name, we declare, amen. And so, Father, we're just going to continue on to this with a, a prayer against the AI in Google's AI, Genesis, which is such a, okay, here, this is good. We're going to enjoy this one. That was good, Holy Spirit, right there. Father, we are now going to take back the name Genesis and the name of Scripture and the Bible. 
And we are now praying against a, a mockery spirit that's taken over that name in the name of artificial intelligence at Google. And we're praying into that entire institution to literally take it to the root and take it to the root of creation. So, Father, we are shaking Google to its very core. And right now, as we pray into this, there is a, there is a principality here that we see. And we are now rallying around and raising our hands, and we are going to destroy this principality. It is a mockery principality. It is one that has taken the throne. It has, it's very, it's a, it's like a combination between some sort of Baphomet character in a, in a Hydra. And we're now praying against you. And this thing is big, big. And we're going to pray against you now. And we're praying against you because you have taken the name of Genesis, the first book of the Bible. And we, we proclaim this in the name of Jesus. We take this back in the name of Jesus. And as you stand here trying to argue up against us now, we strike at you with the sword of spirit and we rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And we just, and as we pray against you, we just see you diminishing. And as we pray the power of Holy Spirit into this, you are in the seat of influence through an artificial intelligence. You're a mockery of God. You're a mockery of God. And we rebuke you in all sense. And we pray into you and we pray into this seat and we see this seat diminishing and this principality diminishing to just shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. And we're praying against you in the name of Jesus. And we bind you now and we cast you to the feet of Jesus for judgment, for you have taken the name you have taken the name of the first book of the Bible and we rebuke this in the name of Jesus. And now, Father, we pray into restoration into this seat. We see now this seat being filled by a person who loves Jesus, a person who's filled with Holy Spirit. And this now is taking over. And as we see this seated in, this is the name Mark comes to mind. And Mark is going to take that throne. And as we see this principality being filled by Mark, we now see the name, this AI Genesis being inspired by the love of Christ, by inspired by scripture. And we're going to see this incredible transformation. And we're praying into a transformation in this artificial intelligence that now when people type in things, they're going to get a biblical worldview, not no more of this humanist view. This is a biblical worldview. We're seeding in a biblical worldview into this AI. We're transforming this in the name of Jesus and the mightiness and authority of our, of our God. And as we pray into this, the very root of this is being cleaned and burned out to the very core. All of the demonic programming, all of this woke nonsense, all of this justification for harming others, it's gone. And now we see the moral law being settled in. We see common law being part of the root. We see the power and glory of of, of true currency, gold and silver being rooted in. We see this, the root, true root coming in of the, the, this white, beautiful tree with white roots and golden leaves taking root within this AI. And with this is the love of Jesus that comes out of this. And now when people type in things, it's going to be a transformation to where they start getting scriptures back and they start getting the lessons of Jesus back. And it starts becoming something they can't control, that literally the demons are falling off and the root of Google transforms right before us. And it is now God. It is not Google. It is transformed to God. And it's in this Genesis is the beginning of the book of creation, and we are going to take this back and declare this now in the name of Jesus, that we have taken this AI back in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Hmm. It's one of those prayers that's like totally unexpected, but that was good. Keep praying on that one. That's a good one, I'm telling you. That's how we take this world back, wipe out principalities. Please pray for my my fiance. He's a para, uh, para oh a paralegic. Sorry, 
a paraplegic. I, my apologies. He's a paraplegic and is in need of a blood transfusion with no other options. He's unvaccinated and pray this isn't going to harm him with a jabbed with jabbed blood. Chandra Foch. Well, Chandra, we're going to pray for your fiance. And we just pray and for the power of Holy Spirit. And we just, Chandra, we just want you to continue to pray the, your love into your, into your fiance and pray, pray into him and support him. And so, Father, we join in those prayers for a hedge of protection and the purity of the blood to flow through him. And so, Father, one, we, just, we rebuke any of the spirit of fear. We bind any of the, any of the spirit of doubt. And we lift up uh, Chandra's fiance, Chandra's fiance, and into the glory of heaven. And not only do we pray restoration in the blood, we pray restoration in the body, mind, soul, and spirit. And so, Father, we're praying in a miracle right here that this moment, rather than being one of fear, becomes one of glory and demonstration of the power of healing within the Holy Spirit. So, Father, we're praying complete restoration of the body, mind, soul, and spirit for Chandra's fiance, and that there is nothing that can harm him, for he is now declared a child of the Most High. And wherever, Chandra, wherever your, your fiancé is with, with Christ, just ask it. He can just turn to Jesus right now and speak, Jesus, you are my Savior. And as we pray into this, we pray total and miraculous healing over Chandra Foch's fiancé. In Christ Jesus' name we declare, amen. Hello, and God bless everyone. I got some sort of flu bug, and I haven't been feeling well for a few days. Today is the worst so far. Could you send your prayers, please? God bless you, Tommy Ritter. Oh, this has been going around. It's kind of an ugly thing lately. It doesn't seem to want to let go, so of course we will. Father, we just pray for Tommy Ritter. We just surround him with a hedge of protection, and we just pray life and healing into his heart. And so Jesus was asked that you can place your hand upon Tommy's head as we pray around and pray into this. And we declare healing and authority over snakes and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemy. So Tommy, as we pray this, we pray from head to toe and toe to head, just a flushing and cleansing of the Holy Spirit. And we lift you up in the name of Jesus. And we declare healing in the name of Jesus. Amen. My cousin, 42 years old, had a heart attack, lost oxygen for 10 minutes. They say significant brain damage. They are deciding whether or not whether to let her go. She has four kids, four to 12 old years old. I still believe God can heal her, but it's near the end. Could you ask for prayer? Um, it's heartbreaking for the kids. She is a teacher, so I think she took the vax. Sasha. So Father God, we're just going to pray. for Sasha's cousin, 42 years old. And Sasha, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to rebuke any of the spell casting put around her. This is something that will take a full force effort here. The family has to rally around her and rebuke any of the spell casts of terminal diagnoses. This is not a doctor's to do. This is only God's to determine the length of, of life. And the demonstration of this is where actually we have begun today in our prayers, which was the prayer for Candy. She is a demonstration of the power of overcoming this type of injury. It can be done and is done, but we must unify truly in our prayer of love and healing. So, Father, we place a hedge of protection around Sandra's cousin, and we place a helmet of salvation upon Sandra's cousin's head. And with this now, anything spoken to her is now filtered through that the only thing that is heard in the heart or felt is restoration and healing. And so, Father, we lift up 
Sandra's cousin, and we pray life and healing into her heart. And we fill her fully with power of Holy Spirit from head to toe and toe to head. And so, Father, we ask as well for a dispatch of, of healing angels to surround her, to speak to her, to lift her. This is important and as we move here. This is a transformational moment, Father, a moment of really saving a soul. And so we're reaching in deep into the spirit. This is someone who's literally living on the edge now of choosing between life and death. And this is an opportunity for a repenting heart to come back, to be restored fully from whatever caused this, which is possibly the vax, but to come in back into this world as a repenting heart to give the demonstration and testimony, which we need so powerfully of the power of the living God and healing. So Father, we pray into this, our heart of forgiveness and a heart of forgiveness. We pray deep within the spirit and ask say, Father, we want her, we don't want her falling off that cliff. We're asking Father for you to bring her back to bring her back into this body, to awaken her fully from head to toe and toe to head, to literally fill her with the power and glory of Holy Spirit and to fill her with a mission and a commission in this world to be a powerful voice in kingdom, fully restored, fully repentant, fully in a heart of Jesus. And so, Father, in this moment, as we wrap our arms around her, in Jesus, we just ask that you'll be with us here. We declare in the authorities of Jesus that we are raising the dead. We are declaring the name of Jesus. We lift this up in the name of Jesus Christ, restoring this person to the fullness and glory. We're standing at the edge with her, and we're saying, Sandra's cousin, come back to us. Come back to us, hear us, and now turn from, from those ways and turn back here, allowing you to come back and make the choice to relive this poem and to go forward now with your family, to love your children in the glory of, of Jesus. Do to, to, to break off any of those whispers and ties that are trying to draw you away and now use the force of what you have to openly in this moment repent in the name of Jesus. Repent in the name of Jesus. Repent in the name of Jesus and now come back to us. In Christ Jesus' name we declare, amen. There's a powerful story of a witch doctor that um, a team, one particular pastor was praying for. And uh, he tells the story of being at the brink of death. And, the, and he saw this pastor praying for him and telling him to come back and repent in the spirit. And he did. And this witch doctor, who had actually killed other pastors and priests, came back, repented, and is now a follower of Jesus going after other witch doctors. How's that? That's down in Mexico. Real story. It's incredible. Prayer requests for Noah, Matthew, and Amy. Noah is a 13-year-old young man intrigued with by the allure of the enemy in the world and struggling to surrender to authority. Music being a large contributor, he is making poor choices and finding himself in trouble with the law. His God-fearing parents are feeling helpless and lost in how to move forward. Father heaven, Father in heaven, we start by calling on you for encouragement for Matthew and Amy and every parent in the same circumstance. Facing an increasingly difficult influence on our children. Father, Lord, on how I know the, the personal agony of praying on my knees night after night, calling on you to dis dislocate the hips of my child as calling on you to dislocate the hips of my child as Jacob once wrestled with you until he found reverence and authority in you alone. And how it hurt, hurt Lord, as it was hit my hips you broke. Learning from my circumstances, I pray you break Matthew and Amy. Show them that they can never replace the, the job 
of the Holy Spirit to love their son with clearly stated boundaries and no less and as these are your expectations on them and Father, allow them to see how the world has led all of us parents with sincere and loving intentions astray as we have failed to teach our kids true coping skills. Not skills of the world, but battlefield skills to the fight the principalities of darkness. We cannot We cannot uh, save our beloved children any more than we have to, than we can save ourselves. But I pray, Father, be gentle as I empathize with the spiritual exhaustion and feelings of hopelessness as life seems to ravel out of control. Noah has in the past made incremental progress, and it is those fruits that have been witnessed. We give thanks and, and put our faith in his deliverance. Lord, you, you are faithful, and you know Noah was going to tread this path. Teach him to hear your voice, Lord, so that so this lost sheep will bleat and find obedience and an overwhelming desire to serve you. We bind and rebuke the attacks of the enemy over the entire family and theirs alike. Let us, parents, not be silent in voicing our obedience and keeping your obedience. Let them be paralleled example to your tough love through us. Give them counsel on appropriate and acceptable behaviors and nothing less. And teach this young man the root of James 4, 7 to 8. So humble himself before the Lord. Resist the devil, he may, he will, uh, and he will flee from you. If we choose to flee our duty apparent to our children with tough love, we teach them to rebel. Lord, in line, Lord, line up safe and trustworthy, God-fearing resources to turn it and to offer them to breathe, uh, to regain sight. And may you, may your will be done, because only in doing so will Noah understand the truth behind the righteous man he he was named after, in which you blessed internally. Father, we come to you seeking a miracle for a young man and others to be freed from the enslavement, destruction, and death of the enemy that every knee be bowed to glory. Thank you, Father, for the work of this young man and enduring par- and his enduring parents' lives in Jesus' name. Not today, Satan. We declare Noah from Satan's strongholds. Lord, let, our, let their faith move mountains to occupy this man and break him from the evil spells of music and entertainment and relationships of the enemy. In Jesus' name, amen. Warriors for Christ. So what I... Just have to discern this real quickly. Um, okay, so Matthew and Amy are the parents. Noah is the son, and Matthew and Amy are followers and believers, which is an important premise here. So, Father God, is going to join in agreement with this prayer from warriors of Christ, warriors for Christ, and to reinforce that love in the hearts of Noah's parents, the love of the parents that are true and truly love their child. And so, Father, this is a moment now where being a parent gets exceedingly difficult because of the competition between the culture and that which we seek our children to follow. So, Father, we just begin by praying against any of the, the demonic that has now tried to infiltrate this family and we bind and rebuke any of that demonic, and we place a hedge of protection around this family and lift them up in the glory of Jesus. 
and with any of those places in there where the demonic has taken root. We just ask that it will be revealed in this in prayer, so that it can be rebuked and be and be um, gagged and and bound and cast to the lake of fire. Father, we just pray around this, and we pray into the heart of Noah. And this is a place where music has taken a resonance, and we're going to change that frequency of the heart. So, Father, we want Noah to hear the frequency of love, the frequency of love that's coming in and, and going to now start to become a holy virus within him to start transforming the heart to where the music that he's listening to, the influences he's listening to, becoming increasingly discorded in, in the sense of tone and frequency and feeling that instead there's a, a draw now towards the love of Jesus. And no one is going to ask that you, you, we're just speaking into your heart that you're going to lift your eyes. And Jesus, we just ask that you'll be there before Noah on behalf of the parents, on behalf of this prayer to place your hand upon this child's head and to restore the true sense and holiness of that name Noah within him, that it will flow from head to toe and toe to head. And in this moment now, fill him completely with Holy Spirit and just root out and any of this corrupted influences flowing within his body, within his spirit, within his mind. Father, we just breathe in life into Noah's heart. Life, not death. Life and restoration. The glory of living in joy. And we pray joy into them. There's a brokenness and joy here somewhere. There's a brokenness and joy. And so, Father, we're just going to ask that we pray into the joy of this family and that the joy of the hearts, that as we work for this harshness of punishment, we're asking for the presence of Jesus to just speak to Noah and say, you are forgiven. You are forgiven, and I love you. And this is the power now of this restoration, is that the core of this is the love and the joy of Noah as his son. There's a longingness to be loved. There's a longingness to feel away from something that's extremely heavy and repressive, and I don't know what this is, but I'm just praying into the hearts of the mother and the father now to pray in a true power of love to come out from you. And while we can talk about discipline and we can talk about the harshness of God, we want now to speak about the glory of walking within the power and glory of Jesus, what that means, to understand the authorities that you're given with that, with a pure and loving heart, and to now speak love into this family, love of authority though, not just love of hugs and so forth. It's love of authority, love of authority of understanding your responsibility as parents to speak to the authority of as a parent to this child that needs to hear this and speak to the firmness of what it is to walk in the power of Jesus and to be given words by Holy Spirit. So Father, we just pray love and healing and restoration with this family. We place a hedge of protection around this entire family. We rebuke any of the demonic that has its activity and lift this family up in the name of Jesus, in Christ Jesus' name, amen. Good evening. I have a prayer request. Please pray for my neighbor who fell and tore his rotor, rotary cup three different spots. Thank you, Terry. P.S. Scott, you'll appreciate this. Her alternative doctor told her to eat a high-protein diet. Yep, that's good. Carnivore baby right there. That's the best. Okay. Uh, Father, it's going to pray for uh, Terry's neighbor who has fallen and torn the rotator cup in three different places. So we rebuke any of spell casted to put upon this neighbor is told her which way it's going to be or not. We just pray into a healthiness of diet to just truly listen to this need to let the body to rejuvenate and heal. We just pray healing into the heart of Terry's neighbor. And just as a word here to just consume yourself with the power of, of him and, and the word 
to literally play the hymn music and and read the word each and every day and live it and put them even put the bible app or the bible books on on your phone and listen to that through the day let let god's word flow through you to heal you and so we pray healing and restoration for terry's neighbor in christ jesus name amen craig souse had a heart attack two days ago but got to the hospital 10 minutes before it would have been too late we are hoping he will be released to go home today it's been a miraculous it's been miraculous but he can also use prayers if possible thank you jonathan well father god we just pray into craig souse we lift craig souse up in the name of jesus and we just pray healing of the heart and pray deep healing into the heart. In the name of Jesus and the blood of Christ, we restore this heart and we, we restore it in, in, the, in a miraculous healing to bring this heart back to the fullness of what it was designed to be. It's not just a, a pumping mechanism. It's a bridge, like a quantum bridge to you, Father. So we just speak life into this and restoration from head to toe and toe to head and just ask that in this moment that that full sense of healing will be known, that it comes truly from Holy Spirit and the love in Christ. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. Good morning. I shared the chat I shared in the chat my son's situation. I'm hoping to lift up prayers in Coffee and Jesus. Thank you and God bless. Eric Lee seems to be suffering from absence seizures. Starting, uh, noticing a few weeks ago, he had a horrible ear infection and we gave him antibiotics to, for the first time in seven years. We're working on finding a neuro neurologist Horrible infection gave him antibiotics for the first time in seven years. We're working on finding a neurologist to be sure there's nothing more severe causing this. Medication is not an option in our household. Prayer and supplication and diets is the true route to, to getting healing in the getting him past this. Prayer is what is I'm asking for. He is fearless uh, in of his situation because he's confident that Jesus will heal him. I'm so proud of him and his outlook in the broken world. Thank you for prayers. We love you, Jay Cress. So, Jay Cress, one thing I am going to say is you should check out Dr. Lee Merritt's protocols. She her protocols have tons of applications and hydrogen or chlorine dioxide comes to mind here. Remember, these are just recommendations to do your research. The chlorine dioxide is one of those things that's really powerful as is colloidal silver. So those two things to look at, Jay Cress, in terms of medical issues, sometimes the body's immune system does need a boost, and it's big. So Father God, we're just praying for healing for Eric Lee. Um, and this is a, a huge deal. And so we're, we're praying for total healing of the body from head to toe and toe to head. And so, Father, whatever this infection is, and there seems to be something nudging here in Holy Spirit that this is a parasitic infection. And so, Father, we just pray in for those sorts of things that will help break the parasites. And so, Jay Cress, again, just check out Dr. Lee Merritt's protocols on the re medicalrebel.com. You'll have to go through those and read through them, become knowledgeable of those. We also pray in there the uh, chlorine dioxide, and we pray in there that the colloidal silver, if that's what you're so called, but those are coming here in prayer. So Father, we wrap uh, Eric Lee around in a, in a hedge of protection, and we just pray Holy Spirit through his body from head to toe and toe to head, 
and just knowing that this young man is, is a love of Jesus, that he just now speaks out these words, Jesus is my Savior. And as we pray into his heart, we pray love into his heart. We play restoration into his heart that will now move through his entire body, just like an explosion moving from the heart, from the, from the head to the toe and toe to the head. And so, Father, we just we bind and, and gag any demonic influences that are around him as we place, as we declare Eric Lee as a child of the Most High. And so with this, we're just praying a massive flux of Holy Spirit healing throughout Eric Lee's body and mind and soul and spirit. And so, Father, we lift him up in the glory of Jesus. And Jesus asks that you can place your hand upon him. And, and as we pray into this, and just we see that hand upon his forehead just moving through his entire body and healing him and restoring him. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Dear Scott, I'm writing to lift up my wife and helpmate, Becky. Our father brought us together over a 1,200-mile distance at Bards Fest in 2021, and we were married on January 1st, 2022. Now together, we, we said yes to Jeremiah's 616 path and have, with his help and divine guidance, created a completely off-grid homestead in the Missouri Ozarks. At 62, Becky is relentless is a relentless prayer warrior and in need of miraculous healing. A 26-year Navy career has left her with a long list of debilitating issues and injuries. Father has been chipping away at the list through daily fervent prayer and intercession. Today, I am requesting prayer for restoration of her thyroid, kidneys, pancreas, and healing for her severe tinnitus. The Navy forced her to take the anthrax vaccine while in the Persian Gulf, resulting in severe damage to these and other organs. Several years of aircraft carrier duty caused her hearing injuries. We have, been abso have absolute faith in the healing authority given to us by Christ Jesus when he went to the Father through the blood of Jesus. We declare Becky be returned to the perfection by which our Father created her in Jesus' holy name. Your brother in Christ Jesus, Chris. Of course, we'll pray for this. This is beautiful. It's amazing. I mean, we're as we lean into this to truly realize and have the confidence in the healing. It's a beautiful thing. The the greatest lies ever were this medical institution put before us. So, Father God, I'm just going to lift up Becky, which is. Chris's wife and helpmate. And Chris is going to begin by just saying that as your wife, to make sure that everything you're praying now is through the body of Christ. And there's no, no questioning or judgment here, just making this general statement. And that you continue to pray as her husband into her heart of life and restoration into her. And it's just a framework for your household to rebuke any sort of, and we do so now, we rebuke any sort of, sort of spell casting coming from the medical institutes or doctors or anything, we rebuke them and bind them and gag them and cast them out. And this to envelop Becky in a true power of love and healing and restoration that only anything spoken for Becky is spoken truly in the sense of love and restoration. And so Father, we just pray for a very powerful and anointed helmet of salvation to be placed upon Becky. That only thing that comes in and filters in is the word of life and love into her. 
So, Father, we're just going to begin truly at the root of this. And that root here, as we go through here very quickly, again, is this tinnitus. And so we're going to pray into ears that hear. So, Father, we just take this down to the root and this the noise that has caused this and this ringing. And we're just going to take this resonance really ringing and we're just going to push it out and replace it truly with just a... The, it's going to be counteracted by the, the resonance and hymns of healing angels. And so, Father, we just ask that you can surround her with healing angels. And it's just, tinnitus is now going to be neutralized through just an oscillating pulse of the, of the hymns and the, and the voice of healing angels. And then we're going to just see this tinnitus just be healed and just moved away. And this is going to move right on down through the body and is this feeling all through the body. And with this, Father, was praying from head to toe and toe to head, a purging of any of the consequences of this anthrax vax. This is a cleansing of the blood. And so in the name of Jesus, we declare cleansing of the blood. And we could cleansing of the blood from head to toe and toe to head. And we have the blood of Jesus is touching you on the top, Becky, and you're just going to be cleansed from head to toe and toe to head, a complete restoration of your blood within your body. And with this, Father, comes the restoration of the critical organs. We have we have a, a vaccine that has damaged the thyroid, the kidneys, the pancreas. And so we pray total restoration over all three of these. Thyroid, kidneys, and restoration and pancreas. And this is all as we pray the healing of the blood throughout the entire body. These organs now are being reformed and reshaped. Any of the damage done by that anthrax back backs is is rebuked because the, this power of Holy Spirit that we're praying in, we're praying into the, the antidote to the anthrax backs. And it's a cleansing flush into the body of truly the, the Holy Spirit. So we're from head to toe and toe to head, from and through the mind, body, soul, and spirit, you're being completely reformed and reshaped and re, reborn. And in the name of Jesus, we just flush your body truly in, in the, with the blood of Christ and the total healing of that. This anthrax vax also can create dimensional portals as they do. And so whatever is there that's causing that, we're just breaking those and we're casting them out and we're sealing those portals. And now, Father, we just pray in this walk here, there's just a, a total healing of the body, mind, and soul. And Becky, this is something else that in this is just do a deep repentance in your life in this process. It just is coming up to walk through your life and where you've, where you've done these, where you've We've made mistakes like we all do. Take it. Walk your whole timeline of your life. And each day, take that over time to take those small issues, big issues, take them to the throne. And so, Father, we're just going to walk through the timeline of life of Becky's life, especially when we get to all this corruption of the vax and the noise and the various other things. And we're just healing that from its root, its very root, as we walk through that and restore this. And as Jesus, you're there with us, carrying with you that child that was in perfection before all this damage occurred to walk into this timeline as we heal for those damages and wounds, heal them, restore them, and as Jesus just asks that you replace that healed child within the heart of Becky, that she is now completely overwhelmed and reborn truly within the root of who she's supposed to be, the perfection and glory in, in, in the eyes of God. In Christ Jesus' name we declare healing. Amen. Scott and Bart's family, this is a heavy prayer request that I have been trying to write for two weeks now and just seem to get blocked from doing so. I don't know how to write it as there are so many parts to it that would give you the full picture. 
yet we are down to the line. So while I will try to share the most relevant parts, the custody case for my nine-year-old great-grandson whose safety and spiritual and emotional well-being is involved. This goes to medication on March 1st for the second time with court case following later this month or the later in the month. The father was granted shared custody and I'm sorry, did I say medication? This goes to mediation, my mistake, on March 1st for the second time with a court case following later in the month. The father was granted shared custody in mediation some time back when he was trying to gain full custody. He is now trying for full custody once again. The scary and heavy part is that he has a lie, he has a live-in partner who is in the occult and dark practices, and this man is not the person we once knew. When he and his partner are at work, they put the child with a male friend as a babysitter who does dangerous things when the child is with him. I just saw a TikTok video of him doing drugs with a woman screaming profanity in the background. I was shocked. The babysitter has taken the child boar hunting with him, killed a boar, and then had my grandson sit on, on it for a picture. The father was not there, but in agreement with this, knowing that the child's mother and her family have a pet pig. He also took him on a speed ride on the ocean, the father not being present, but at work and later said that the great-grandson almost fell off the boat. What I'm sharing is not the half of it. A Christmas, At Christmas, the father and his partner gave him a black candle with a lady's skeleton on it to give to his mother as a present. She and I both felt it was sent from with a curse or witchcraft. She got rid of it after explaining why my great-grandson and then his grandpa took him to get, um, to get a better present. The father's mother is an evangelist, and he has rejected her and his entire family. My granddaughter is married and trying to raise the children to have values and morals. This continual barrage of attacks from the father and his partner, and they're trying to get the custody of the child, is taking a toll on our marriage, which I couldn't doubt would be the work of one of the one in the occult practicing her witchcraft. I have pr- prayed, pr- practicing witchcraft. I have prayed uh, my family and, and many others through many things over the years, but I am 90 years old and in a weakened physical condition at this time and can't take this one on myself. I would be blessed if you would stand with me and to keep this in prayers. My great-grandson loves his father, so I pray he comes out from under the spell of this woman and returns to his Christian roots and renounces this evil in all the name that have been done to this child who has also gave the COVID shots against his mother's wishes and when and then laughed uh, that they had outsmarted her when she had been protecting the child from it all along. His evangelist mother stands with my granddaughter in the matter, but none of our prayers have broken this hold so far. My granddaughter has never tried to keep her son from his father and encouraged his participation in the life, but for the father to get full custody through a California justice system that we, that we don't trust 
we destroy this child. I am reluctant to share the names of my granddaughter and her son, for at least the father find a post on the telegram. But again, we we would know who I am talking about. Martha Martin. You don't need names on this. God knows what this is about. Okay. Father God, I'm just going to raise a prayer for this little one who's caught in the throes of some just some very dark evil. And at the root of this is the fracture of the family and the root and then the insert of the occult, which we see just happens constantly. So Father, we're just going to place a hedge of protection around this child and we breathe life into the heart of this child. And Jesus, we just ask that you can make yourself present and witness to this child and equally to each of the parents. And so regardless of where they sit, whether they're worshiping the occult or whether they're in this place of, of, the, uh, of saying they walk with Jesus, the war here is between them both. And so to begin with, the, the mother, you need to break the soul tie with this father. And with this, you need to verbally say, I break the soul tie and speak your, your, hus- your ex-husband's name, and I come out of agreement with that soul tie. And now reforge a soul tie, which is the tie of being parents, because you're both tied to this child's creation through the heart of Jesus. And now pray through that way. You need to go back in the timeline. The mother needs to go back in the timeline here and go back to the root of where this relationship began. What, how did it begin? Was it forged in the bed before marriage? And if so, you need to repent for this. Was it forged with, was a child born out of wedlock? And you need to repent for this. And you need to look at how all of this started. Was the marriage forged in the flesh and not in the spirit? If so, repent for this. All of this is binding the child to this throes. This war is a war being waged against a child to torment the mother and to ultimately seize control of the child. And so for the grandparents that are in play here, we just, Father, we just pray a strength in their hearts and we join an agreement for these prayers to protect this child. And as we pray, wrap a hedge of protection around this child and pray Holy Spirit into this child, we equally go to the Father. And Jesus, we just ask that you make your presence known to that Father of who is king and that these games that are being played, it is a demon, true demon, We have to separate the sin from the sinner. And this is another thing. To the family and to the mother, you're not fighting the flesh of the father. You're fighting demons. And you have to see that. And this is big. And this is where things get very convoluted because this is a demonic attack using the flesh. So, Father, we're going to pray equally a hedge of protection around that father. And we're going to break off any of the influences of the demons. We're going to bind the voices of the demons. And we're going to do the same with with this father's partner, whatever he or she is, and we're going to bind and gag any of the demonic influences that can come near this child. This is a little one, Father, and we're stepping in to intervene here and literally circling around this like a wall. We are now the watchers on the wall on this. Father, we're asking for you, and we're asking for war angels to be dispatched to protect this child. We're asking for a, or praying for a helmet of salvation to be placed over this child to filter out any of this and to truly give this child ears to hear and eyes to see. So Father, we equally pray that for the mother and the father of true ears to hear, ears to hear and eyes to see. And again, not knowing the state of this relationship, but this marriage was born, it's a covenant that was made. And that covenant, even though you're divorced, is still active. This is what's tearing this child apart. So you have to come out of agreement with that dark covenant. 
and now come into agreement with the, the root of this, which you've shared a child, which is your, your combined DNA. You have to come into agreement through the, through the power of Holy Spirit. Reforge that soul tie. Reforge that soul tie. And so, Father, as we wrap an edge of protection around this child, we're breaking off any demonic ties to this. And we're declaring this child a child of, of kingdom, a child of the Most High. So any demonic influences that are coming to being used as child, you're now rebuked and you're cast into the lake of fire. And for the Father, we're praying for a transformation of the heart. In Jesus, we know this can be done. We know that now we just pray Holy Spirit into his heart, Holy Spirit of love into his heart, and we pray love of the most ferocious kind in the heart, love of accountability, love for a child, love of being a father, love in love to overcome whatever wounding's there, because there's deep wounding in that father. There is deep wounding that that wound that father is taking it out because he lost what he wanted and it's brokenness in his past. There's a brokenness that goes down to the root to his own father. I think his own father abused him or raped him. And so we pray a healing over that man. We pray for truly this is a moment of separating the sin from the sinner. And we're praying into what we perceive as an enemy. This is a victim. And we have to pray into the heart of this man, pray into him and lift him up and pray the transformation of his heart as we rebuke those demons. And we speak in the edge of here and we say, we, get, we seal off any demonic influence of this father's heart. And we awaken the heart of the father for the love of his child, not the game of tormenting others. Any spell casting that's been placed around this family, we rebuke and bind and cast out. And we place a hedge of protection around this entire family. And Father, we just ask that in this moment that we pour into their hearts the vision of where you see them because they don't see themselves as you see them. They see themselves as at war and they're not. They're being used. And so we pray restoration and healing and compassion, forgiveness, and love into the hearts of all. And most of all, this child. This child is not a toy. And so the accountability of parenting now must be placed on everyone's heart. The accountability of understanding that if you do harm to a little one or lead a little one to do things against Jesus, you would be better off to have a millstone. So I am speaking that truth into the hearts of all. It's a root of fear of God that now is shaking the very core of who they are, everyone involved here. And that means a respect and a love of a nurturing of a child. This child is off limits for any demonic work. And any demons now come near this child, you will be cast into the lake of fire immediately. You have no authority here. So, Father, there's a root here of just like serpent energy here that we are just now burning out. And the power of Holy Spirit just flushes and burns this out. And we replace it with a powerful light over this whole thing. And for the family that's praying against this, take the authorities of Jesus. You do not have, you are not at the weakness. You're being convinced because you're thinking legal terms, custody battles. We rebuke that. Start this war in the spirit. This war is a war of the spirit to overcome that. And you can have no fear, no doubt, no shame. There is shame here in the mother somewhere. I don't know what it is. But take a look at it. Both the father and the father are dealing with some shame issues. And everyone in this model is dealing with doubt issues. Doubt that you have the authority. You have the authorities given to you by Jesus. Speak them. Stand up in, in, and we're in agreement with, with the prayer request. And that this is a moment in time where we have to speak the authorities over all. Speak these authorities in the name of Jesus. And to proclaim authority, proclaim over all the authorities and, and declaration of authorities in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. I cannot stand when children are used as pawns in a game. Update on Jocelyn. She was released from the hospital Friday, 
Thank you so much, Bards Nation, prayer warriors. You have shown the power of our living God, the true physician, all God's timing. I do have one last request. Well, it won't be a last. It's just another request because prayers are ongoing. The family is really struggling, spiritually speaking. Continued prayers for healing over those the loss of their son, Mason, and their home in, in the fire. The emotions are high. Thank you, Bards family. Uh, Eliezer, 65. So, Father God, we just begin by praise and thank you in, for having Joseline uh, released from the hospital. Such a great, amazing news. And we know that this was a very trying time for the family in addition to the loss of their son, Mason, which happened two weeks prior. So, Father, we're just praying now for, and this was Joseline who had breathing problems, if you remember. This was Joseline who was inhaled smoke in that fire, and she was, she was having to do some restorative. So, Father, we are truly praying now for the restoration of, of uh, the family. Joseline's now been healed, and so we pray to the root of healing for this family. And we pray to the root of healing of the loss of their son and the loss of their home. And with this, Father, we just pray the power of Holy Spirit over all things and pray the power of Holy Spirit to heal, to restore, and to, to bring this family back to the resources they need to reset their lives and to move forward and to honor the glory of their son and the gift and to see the glory of healing within their lives and to lift them up and to heal those wounds in their heart. In Christ Jesus' name, amen. I have an update on our friend Mike, metallistic, metastatic, metastatic cancer, stage four, was found with sites on his colon, liver, and spleen. We have rebuked the doctor's spell casting and are praying and speaking life and healing into him. Please include him in Scott's prayers. That's for, thank you, Mary for Truth, aka Lynette. Okay, so Mike has metastatic cancer stage four. Okay, so I would just say, um, Marie, Marie, that's Lynette, just whatever you can do to um, get them to step away um, from the, the medical issues and to be able to look at alternative methods. I always point towards Dr. Lee Merritt's stuff. She has some of the best cancer stuff out there, cancer treatments. A lot of cancers are are parasitic, so I just leave it there and go see where you find that because treatments end up weakening the body more than anything. So, Father, we just pray for Mike, and we just pray against any of this metastatic cancer stage four. We rebuke any of the spell castings that are put by the doctors, and we just pray life and healing into his heart mind, body, soul, and spirit. We lift up Mike in a glorious way. And we just, as we place this hedge of protection around him, Father, we just ask for war angels, I'm sorry, healing angels to take position around him, to heal him and to heal him deeply. And in the name of Jesus and the authorities given to us, we declare healing over him from head to toe and toe to head. And we just see this cancer being pushed out. And then there's just this word again to seek out alternative treatments and to lift up Mike and to step away from that, that environment of terminalistic treatment through the doctors. These are, this is all evil. So step away and put your eyes on Jesus. And so, Mike, wherever you are with Jesus, look to Jesus and accept Jesus as your Savior. If you've already accepted Jesus as your Savior, then embrace him and just look to Jesus for a greater way. 
and a, a greater power of healing. Surround yourself with the power of restorative music, hymn, healing, and deep, dig deeper into the word. And we declare these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Heavenly Father, for God has not given us a spirit of timidity, but a power of love and discipline. Timothy 1.7. Prayers for Mr. A and Mr. R. Thank you, prayer warriors. We have prayed for Mr. A on several uh, on several Jesus and coffees. Mr. A, his family, and I are truly grateful. This is just a brief memory refresher of Mr. A. Mr. A is a Marine Corps Vietnam veteran. Mr. A is fighting a battle with the diagnosis ALS, a.k.a. Lou Gehrig's disease. Mr. A is a man of God. He has a beautiful family. Mr. A served in the Marine Corps, exposed to Agent Orange, and is a and was a is and as a police officer in L.A. He ran 50 plus marathons and managed his own 20, his own two very successful businesses. Mr. A is a family, is family to most of the Department of Physical Medicine and Rehabilitation at the VA. We have been working together for two to three years. I met Mr. R, a Navy veteran, when my coworker TB and I visited Mr. A, the Nevada State Veterans Home. Mr. A listened to Mr. A. Mr. R listened to Mr. A's prayer on Jesus and coffee. I do not know the details of Mr. R's situation. Obviously, Mr. R is wheelchair bound and has an above the knee amputation. Mr. R embraced being prayed for. Ironically, Mr. R and I ran into each other at the VA. No coincidence, totally God. Mr. R asked me to pray for one of my coworkers who was having a rough day. This really touched my heart. The person he asked me to pray for is a tough lady. I know the prayer request and was uh, and I know the prayer request was unwarranted, was was not war unwarranted. There we go. Today, Father God, we come before you with gratitude of our hearts for the selfless service of Mr. A and Mr. R and all veterans. Father God, we ask for blessings of healing for Mr. A and Mr. R. May their hearts be filled with peace and their minds with clarity. May your grace, Father God, extend to their families, providing strength, love, and unity. Mr. A and Mr. R always feel honored, not just today, but every day. In this powerful name of Jesus Christ, our Savior King, amen, ECMAC. Well, Father God, we just want to thank you for the selfless service and heart of Mr. A and Mr. R. And so for each of those men, we just pray for massive restorative healing through their bodies, that any pain that they suffer is, re, is rebuked and removed, because this is not of kingdom, that's of evil. And we pray, Holy Spirit, through their body, through head to toe and toe to head. And Father, we pray for miracle healing for both Mr. A and Mr. R, a miracle of healing that will overcome any of the elements, ailments, or physical limitations that they currently have. So, Father, we just pray right now for something more incredible than ever imagined, that, that we pray for something that few have ever witnessed, full restoration of the body, mind, spirit, and soul, that even in this moment in time in their life, no matter where they are, we pray for total and miraculous healing, for these two men walk with selfless hearts, and may that selfless heart now be rewarded in the true sense of a testimony for the rest of the world to see. 
And wherever they sit in their walk with Jesus, may it become more profound, more deep, more overwhelming, that they then witness what they feel and experience themselves becomes a full knowledge of the power of Holy Spirit healing. For the coworker that was being prayed for, whatever the situation, we pray for her, pray for her healing and restoration and lift her up in the name of Jesus. These are difficult places to work where we see the broken and we see those trying to heal, bound by so many of the rules and frustrations of, of organizations and agencies. So, Father, what we're seeing here truly is, in spite of all of that and the limitations of, a, of confined spaces and the the limitations even of what is allowed to do, we're seeing the heart of true warriors and the heart of true warriors in Christ emerge. So, Father, we re, we just pray into that and ask that continues to glow. And may this healing be something so deep in the heart that even if the physical healing doesn't, if it doesn't look like physical healing, it's such a powerful healing overall in the spirit that people just feel it. No matter where they go, it's the power of Holy Spirit moving through them. But with this, to see complete transformation of these men, that they continue to be that contact point, that touch point within the entire VA system that just sends a wake and a wave of miracle healing throughout all the rank and file. We lift them up in the name of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Well, there we go. I'm going to check one other source real quick. Well, Patriots... That is our prayers for today. It was a good prayer day. We had a lot going on, and that's good. We have um, his prayers. This is, to me, this is literally like getting back to the root of, of church, not to be dictated to, but to live our faith and bring it out. And I, I really feel strongly about that. We just, the Holy Spirit works through us in so many ways, and each one of us is going to have our prayers shape and moved, and we're going to hear things that if we could, if we literally could document, I believe, every prayer of what we're each hearing in the Holy Spirit, we would be amazed at the complex and detailed picture that God has laid out before us that we're praying into that allows for these healings to occur on such a miraculous level. It's truly amazing. And it is, it is always a blessing to be here on Sunday with everybody. Just ask, we continue to... Um, lift up the prayers for our our opportunity in Flemingsburg and for Willie, the owner. It's just an amazing moment. He's, he's an amazing man of God. He is going to be joining us in ministry, so you can look forward to that. I'm really excited. Willie is a just salt-of-the-earth person that has been desiring to be part of that, and he's so excited about that. So it's just something to really feel good about, and it'll be wonderful. So let's close with a prayer. Father God, I just want to thank you for today and every Sunday as we come together in prayer and just to honor you and to honor truly those authorities given to us in the name of Jesus. And Jesus, we just thank you for walking with us today and filling us with your love and reminding us of the power of love and the authorities of love and the authorities of what we're given in the name, in your name, and in what that meant truly in, the, in just the, the part of what that meant for the sacrifice made for us on the cross. And so, Jesus, as we walk in this place and we bring those authorities into this world, we just ask that you help us continue to keep our eyes true to where we need to be and our ears clear to what we need to hear and truly be walking in that place where Holy Spirit needs us to walk. And God, as we walk this path, and Father God, as we walk this path and step forward to really be that solid strength, that salt of the earth, that was standing on the rock where we are truly there not wanting and not needing 
and, and dispelling any of those inner issues that draw us to start drawing judgment against one another, but rather to speak truth into the world, to stand solidly on that rock of faith, and to know that in this moment of time, no matter how chaotic things are, it is the word spoken, it is the word that we read, it is the word that goes within us, that marinates within us, that tattoos itself on our heart to truly have the strength in this hour to see clearly, to hear clearly, and to speak Holy Spirit into the world. May each of our steps be blessed. May each of our steps be blessed in such a profound way that we are always walking in the Spirit and that everything we do is through you, with you, not separate from you. And that as we speak to others and we engage others, may we have the tempered and meek warrior heart that knows of the strength and the mightiness in which we carry, but the compassion and love for another. May we not forget to pray for our enemies and separate out the sin from the sinner. And may we see this as truly what it is. This is a spiritual war that's using these fleshly bodies that have become victimized and and vulnerable to the influences of the demonic. We now must separate that out and to seek to not only free ourselves and keep ourselves free, but to help others become free. And so, Father, we just ask for that continued download of wisdom and knowledge that can only come from you to understand that as we read the word, the word reads us. And as we do that, you're speaking to us and filling us with those deep things that we need, because this is a perfect army that's being raised up. Perfect because you have covered every single possible base. If we'll just listen and step into the places you need us to step, to walk in the authorities given to us and follow those gifts and talents that you put upon our hearts. It's there that this army works in a perfect concert, a perfect dance, and there's nothing the enemy can do no weapon forged against us will succeed. So, Father, in this critical hour, when there seems to be a diminishing of hope, may we become those to show the light and the how much hope there actually is, not glass half empty, but rather glass half full and filling, and that we now step in with the authorities of this world, knowing that where we walk, just like Gideon's army, it is the few of the heart of Jesus that can move a mountain, can move a nation, and we're committed to that. And so, Father, we close this prayer today with a thank you and blessings for all that's been put to us at Flemingsburg and with us to continue to seek that vision of bringing the remnant tribes together to re-knitting a powerful voice in the body of Christ, to lifting up the apostolic and the prophetic, the healing, the deliverance, and the raising of the dead. And most importantly, may it always be at our center to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. In Christ Jesus' name, Christ Jesus' holy name, amen. Patriots, thank you for today. It's always a pleasure and a blessing to be here. Um, We'll get updates later today on Give, Send, Go, so we can see where status is. And tonight at Expedition Cafe, I think, and I just, I have to confirm, I'd spoken with him earlier, but I think we're having, um, I think we're having Teddy, a.k.a. Bear on tonight, if I'm not mistaken. I have to check. I think that's happening. So it's good. But it's a... um, I'll, I'll confirm with him later. If not, it'll be a good show either way. So again, if you didn't get a chance to listen to Doc Chambers' interview last night, a great one to check out. Really was solid. And then tomorrow night, because it didn't work on Monday night or Friday night, we're going to have Pete Santilli on tomorrow night. That's a two-hour interview. Good interview, though. Really, really good interview. And we will also be having updates this week about the April 8th event in Ohio, and there's a coordinating event down in Eagle Pass. And then I think 
Pete Chambers is and his team are doing one, but it's not in the direct line of the of the eclipse. But these are eclipse events that are in the full darkening of the eclipse, which is really powerful. All right, patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time and this place for just such a time as this. We're at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Expedition Cafe. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. Oh, I want to feel something. I just want to breathe again. Dive into the deepest end. Oh, I want to feel something. Let me get back in my body. Close to me